0: Thank you, Brother Neville. Lord bless you. Thank you. Good morning, friends. It's a privilege to be here this morning in the presence of the Lord in the tabernacle of the people. And it's a rainy day outside, and I just drove up just now, and the way you were singing and clapping your hands, they must be having showers of blessings on the inside. So that's very good. So we're... Very thankful for this day. It's a we got to have the rain. If we don't have the rain, then the master cannot gather his fruits. Amen. So we have a, a rain inside, spiritual, or there won't be any fruits for the harvest. Amen. We have to have a rain on the outside, or we won't have any natural harvest. That's right. Amen. And you know, both of it, it takes something that died so that we can live. The harvest brings on life and life has to produce death through death we live. Do you know every day by your natural life something has to die so you can live. You have to something die. So you you eat and live by dead substance. If you eat uh pork chop the hog died. If you eat beefsteak, the cow died. If you eat corn, it died. If you eat uh Uh, Wheat bread, well, it died. If you eat kale, it died. You live by dead substance naturally. Then isn't that proof that something had to die so we could live eternally? Christ died, the Son of God, and we can live eternally. So I'm so happy for all of that this morning to be, knowing that these great disastrous times that we're living in now, and know that, Christ died for sinners, and that was me. <laughs> he died for me. Now, I guess last Sunday you remember that the Lord a few days ago spoke to me and said we were going, to, you notice in the last Sunday's tape, there were coming disasters. Uh, just coming down, I was listening to broadcast. Germany's got the worst flood they've ever had in the nation. It's killed hundreds, and people are even hanging themselves. I jotted this down, coming down. And uh, dikes has broke through and everything in Germany. And England has the most terrific windstorms that's blowed, uh, I believe, 70,000 houses away already, see. Well, we're at the end time. Amen. Amen. Jesus will appear one of these days, and we're at the end time. Just remember, this is just beginning. It's going to continue to come on and on, see. Um, we're at the end. Now, tomorrow, right, the message today, we're getting ready to leave for Arizona again, so we ask the church to pray for us. And uh, as we go, and then I got... Uh, great decisions I have to make friends and I can't make them alone because I don't know what to do. And I will ask this church as a group of believers sojourning here with me that uh, you'll pray for me that my decisions will be the right place to go. Uh, some 300 overseas cities I think is calling and uh, and, and Switzerland, Germany and, and Africa everywhere so we pray that God will just help us to do the right thing where He can use us at and you pray for me. I'm going to be praying for you always. You know that. So you pray for me that the Lord God will guide me. Oh, now, all, coming back from Arizona, the Lord willing, I I want to call the attention, we'll announce it at the church, they will here. And I would like to have a little longer time to speak with the congregation here. I got a message, and I like to preach about... Eight hours. Amen. Amen. Like that when we, um, a lady was talking to me, Mrs. Wood here at the church. I was speaking to her, and, and I was at Milltown at the Baptist church there where we was having service. And I believe one of their first services said, I come in at 10 o'clock, Brother Bram, you were preaching. And said, he preached on till noon. Then all afternoon. Then he had a little fifteen, twenty minutes time to eat lunch. And said, "We left that night at ten o'clock. You were still preaching." I, I said, "Said well, you know, I don't know too much. But you know, when I get the what little I know out of the way, and let him go talking, I, he knows a whole lot. So, and I just like to hear it too. So I, uh, but I was just saying that in a roundabout way, but. Coming back, the Lord willing, I would like to start early and just run on through for a message that the Lord's putting on my heart. I pray that He will grant the fullness of it to me out in the desert for the church and the last day. Now, see, just one of the last moves of the Spirit, I believe, is at hand. And we're believing that the Lord Jesus is fixing to... Turn the heavens loose, the powers of God to rend the heavens. That um, we believe that He's going to do it. Amen. And so we're trusting that He'll give a fuller message on it as we return and have about begin about nine o'clock at morning and that or nine thirty and run on through to about two or three o'clock or whenever we get time to get through with it, Amen. you see, when, then I think then maybe you go to Africa from there, so if the Lord continues to lead that way, or Switzerland first, then Palestine, Africa, on the conventions. So, be in prayer, whatever you do, just look up today and pray, pray, that's all, that's the only hope that we have is prayer, we're past the... Uh, I hope I'm don't sound sacrilegious or like some somebody that didn't know what they were speaking of, but I believe our nation as a nation is all already past redeeming there's two if there was enough Christians or enough together to pull it together, but as much pulling has been done, great evangelists and great services everywhere, and still it continually plunges on into. A chaos. Yes. So I I believe that just like all great nations, see, all of them must fall. They all these systems and so forth must fall. Sinking of man giving their lives for a democracy, that's that's a loyal thing to the nation. That's good. Nothing against that. But what about our lives for Christ? Amen. You see? A man, be a hero, raise up a young fellow just in the bloom of life and have his head shot right off his shoulders. And to be a hero, and perhaps maybe don't even hear about it unless it's his own family at home or somebody around his neighborhood that knew him, but yet we're afraid to step out and take that all-sufficient move for Christ, you see. Or he that findeth his life shall lose it. he loses his life for my sake, shall find it keep his life. So let's... um, Let's just put everything that we've got right in the Lord Jesus and just seal ourselves away from the things of the world and look to Him and believe His Word and move right on with Him. Now, just before, now today, pardon me, I, last Sunday I kept you so long on that subject of the oneness between God and His people, and now today I thought, I would let you out earlier today because last Sunday there was many to be prayed for and I didn't have time to run the prayer line after after we got through preaching. And um, and I think they give out some cards last Sunday or something for the people or whatever it is. We'll call for them if they're in the building. And if there's not, we'll pray anyhow. Now today I always want to speak on the subject uh, to kind of build up faith. You've got to... If you're building any of these ministers here, which is no doubt there is, knows that when you are speaking to the people, you have an atmosphere of preaching for salvation, then you want to make that call to that. And then if you want the atmosphere for healing, you, you get the anointing yourself by the Word of God and deliver it to the people, and that puts the whole group in the anointing for a certain things. Otherwise, under expectations of certain things. See, we're expecting something. You know, I believe then to bring that a little higher that God's got all this church now, <coughs> the called out remnant of his church under expectations Amen. of his coming. You Amen. Amen. I remember at the gate, his coming, there must have been a tremendous Good Friday when they know he was coming to the feast and expectations. Many of them was expecting to be there to see some kind of a miracle he would perform or, and others were wanting to see him. Others wanted to make fun of him. And it was a, a kind of a, a different Passover than it had been for a long time when he rode into the city. Let's us be expecting him to come to take us home. And then we'll, when he comes this time. Now let us bow our heads as we speak to him. Now, over this audience of people, if there's any request here that would like to be known to God, would you just raise your hand to Him and like, God, be merciful to me. I I need salvation. I need healing. I want a closer walk with you. God bless you. It's all over the building. Our Heavenly Father, as we approach Thy throne of grace... In the name of the Lord Jesus, that one who brought us this amazing grace, how we thank you with all of our hearts for him who was without sin, came down and purchased the salvation for us, the unworthy ones, that we being unworthy, yet might be brought nigh unto him by the shedding of his blood, that he might wash us for the water of the word, and present us unto his Father as a chaste, virgin, cleansed, sanctified by his blood, and made acceptable in the sight of God, washed and ready as we're thinking of the washing of the sacrifice. Thinking that when John seen him coming into the water, he spoke and said, I have need to be baptized of thee. Why comest thou unto me? He said, Suffer it, John, to be so. Oh, how I love that. In other words, John, you are the prophet. I am your God. We are the leading man of this day. I know you understand and so do I understand. But remember, John, it behooveth us. It's becoming to us that we fulfill all righteousness. John, knowing that the sacrifice must be washed before it's sacrificed, and he was the sacrifice, so he baptized in the sinless one. Washing the sacrifice before it was presented. God, wash our hearts this morning. Wash us with the water of the Word that we might present ourselves to you. Cleanse us, Lord, from all unbelief. That we might be drawn nigh unto Thee as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. For this is our reasonable service. We thank You for these things. Thank You for every person that's present. Praying that You'll bless the great universal church of the living God throughout the nations and around the world. This morning where ministers are standing in the pulpit, I pray that You'll Pour out your Spirit, Lord, in a miraculous way upon every faithful pastor at his post of duty, on the evangelists, upon the missionaries. Oh, God, when I think of them out there, some of them without a pair of shoes on, old ragged pair of trousers wrapped around them going through the jungle to bring peace and deliverance to those that are away from Christ. God, we say, send Jesus quickly. Come, Lord Jesus, and now we see nature the very sign like the star that led the wise man to Bethlehem on the move again. Jesus said there would be perplexity of time, distress between the nations, signs in the heaven and earth, sea roaring, great storms and tidal waves and earthquakes in diverse places. These things are just. Are there are buzzers that sets our hearts alarm, Lord, that we know to be ready. We don't know what minute or hour He might appear. And as we come today, we pray that You'll bless the secret behind every hand that raised up. God, You know all about it. I pray that You'll wash them, Lord, and their sacrifice and desire and give to them what they have need of. And as we're coming today, Lord, I pray that it be those here who doesn't know you as a Savior, that this will be that day, that greatest day of their life, when they'll say yes to the Lord Jesus. Grant it, Lord. Bless those now, Father, as we're trying to make ready to cause people to have faith by reading your Word. God, send your Word with power out across the building here. And into the lands where the tapes will go and the foreign nations, wherever it may be, and may many be saved and healed today for the glory of God, we ask it in the name of His beloved, holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We pray that God add His tremendous blessings now as we read His Word. Remember. My words will fail. They're a man's word. But his word cannot fail. Heavens and earth will pass away, but my word shall not. <clears throat> what a hope that is today. I feel like singing with Eddie Pruitt all. Hail the power of Jesus' name. Let angels prostrate fall. Bring forth the royal diadem and crown him Lord of all. On Christ the solid rock oh, yeah. I stand all other grounds, the sinking sands all other grounds. Oh, yeah. Now, to many of you that read with us and would like to mark the text and sometimes refer to the Scriptures that I have written out here on the notes, um, we are going to start read this morning from St. Matthew fifteen twenty-one. Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre of Sidon. And behold, a woman of Cana came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. But he answered her, Not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. But he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. And he answered and said, It is not meet to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. And she said, Truth, Lord. Yet the dogs eat the crumbs which are fallen from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. Now, this morning, we want to talk on faith. Now, my subject this morning is perseverance. Perseverance means to to be persistent, to make a goal. Amen. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We have our body and our being here is like a seed. And a seed on the outside has a shell. Inside the shell has a crust, or a puff, pardon me. And inside the pulp has a germ. That's the way we are. Body, soul, spirit. Now to the body there's five senses. See, taste, feel, smell and here. To the soul there's conscience and so forth. Five avenues to It. The inside is one. One avenue. And that avenue is the same place that God set every man from Adam and Eve. Self-will. You will to live or you will to die. Either one you want to. It's You're based on free moral agency and whatever spirit that you let dominate you will bring forth the fruits. Your life will be dominated by the inside. And faith, so many people rely upon these five senses on the outside. They're fine. Nothing against them. If they agree with this sixth sense, this soul, this... Spirit only can be of two kinds. One of them is the Spirit of God. The other is the Spirit of the devil. You can't serve two masters at the same time. You're wholly given to one or wholly given to the other. And if you've got the Spirit of God in you, you've got faith. And you'll believe every word that God wrote. And if you haven't, you might be the devil is not like some people think he is mean and everything, but he's deceitful. The devil makes you think that you're right. But when you disagree with the Word, that shows that it isn't the Spirit of God because the Holy Spirit wrote the Bible. And then it's got to be agreeable with the Word. And remember last Sunday, just one little disbelief in God's Word. E. Satan told her the truth and he never denied the Word being true. But that one little part of the Word caused all this trouble. The woman disbelieved it because she was hunting for wisdom instead of staying with the Word. When God says anything, heavens and earth will pass, but His Word shall never pass away. God's Word must be fulfilled to the dot, just to the very tittle and jot. It must be fulfilled. Now, perseverance to be persistent, to try to make a goal, trying to, you got your mind set on something and you're you're persistent in it because you believe it's the thing that you want and you believe you can get it. Now, pardon me, To be persistent. You've got your mind made up now that what you're going to do now, you cannot have faith in God without knowing the Word of God or knowing something about God. Now, someone told you, if you go touch that post, you'll get well. You're sick. Uh, I wouldn't believe that. You might do it. But that's just a little too strong for my faith. I, I don't believe there's any virtue in that post. No more than I believe His virtue in a statue or a monument or a crucifix or something like that. I believe the virtue is in Christ. And Christ is the Word. In the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God and the Word was was made flesh and dwelt among us. Now the Word itself comes back in the form of the Holy Spirit into us and its Word in you. God in you. So many wants to point God to some uh, mystical something way away or so far away they overreach it. God is in you. Amen. The hope of glory. Christ. Hallelujah. The mind that was in Christ in you. You're reaching palm away from it trying to get what's been given to you. God in the human being. All Christ, when He was on earth, was the body of God. God created this body. It was a different body, yet it was a human body. You know, Solomon built Him a house, but Stephen said, How be it the Most High don't dwell in houses made with hands. But a body has Thou prepared Me. Now, God prepared Himself a body in the form of the Lord Jesus which was the Christ, meaning the Anointed One. And now, all that God was, was in Christ. Amen. He was the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Amen. That's what the Scripture say. Amen. Now, and all that God was, He poured out in Christ. He was Emmanuel. Amen. God Praise. with us. Amen. And all that Christ was, he poured out into the church. What is it? Anointed one. To continue his work. That his word might live constantly. He lived by the word of the Father. Man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceedeth from the mouth of God. And the church don't live by bread alone, but by the Word of Christ. And the Holy Spirit comes in and takes the Word of Christ and makes it a living action today. These signs shall follow them that believe. See, God can't change. If God ever makes a decision, it has to remain that way. If He changes and He's human like I am, He... He's just a man that can make a mistake, but he's infinite. Amen. So, he's infinite and he is omnipotent. And he cannot make a mistake and be God. So, his first decision when a man sinned, he, he forgave him on the basis of believing his word. Amen. The second man comes, he's got to act the same way, or he acted wrong when he acted the first time. If a man was healed by divine healing, by faith in God, he granted that to the first man. If the next man comes, God's got to act the same way if it's met on the same basis. If He didn't, He's a respected person and show partiality, which is sure wouldn't make Him God. You've got to have faith in what you're doing. And if your heart condemns us not, if we know the Bible teaches us something and we fail to do that, then... There's something we can't have faith in. See, yeah. you, you can't get yourself together because you know there's certain things there that God teaches that you will not cope with. And when you do that, then where are you at? You see, you, you can't have faith on what you're coming to. You can't come up here and say, I, I, I last night I was out drunken. Lord, I want you to heal me this morning. I, 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 I'll, I won't drink too much more. You've got to surrender yourself. You've got to give yourself completely to God. You've got to obey every Amen. bit of the Word. Amen. Sell out completely and then take the Word. Amen. That Word is in the church. It's a living Word. The Bible said the Word is a seed that a sower went forth to sow. Now, you can't expect to sow cockaburs and get wheat. If you sow wheat, you reap wheat. Amen. If you sow cockleburs, you reap cockleburs. So you've got to have the Word of God. And no believer will ever place God's Word somewhere in the past. Amen. Never make Him a weakling or a historian God. He is a historian God, of course. But he's the same, the Bible said, Hebrews thirteen eight, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Therefore, just as much he was in history, he is today. He cannot lose his power. And he's where the weakness is that it fell in our churches in the beginning in the early apostolic church. And what did we do? We started taking that church and breaking up fellowship and making different sectarian people and organizations till we've got it down to a big chaos of nothing. Amen. amen. back to the Word, back to amen. God, back to the living Word. Amen. That Bible don't produce everything. It oh, says it is oh, on every promise. I haven't got any faith in it. Amen. But the very first Word that said come unto me all you labor and heavy laden, amen. when I tested it, it was truth. Yeah. Then is this the Word or isn't it the Word? Oh, if it's the Word, it's got to produce everything it promised. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. If it isn't that it, which is right and which is wrong. Oh, the Lord. It's all God's word. Amen. Or to me, none of it is. Yeah. None are all one. So I believe it. Every precept, every line, yes. every punctuation, yes. every comma, yes. every hyphen. Amen. I believe the whole thing to be the Amen. word of God. Amen. Hang Amen. my soul up on it. Not touch Amen. a pole, touch something else, or a totem pole, or some man, or some woman. I believe in touching God. You believing His word. You faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then, when you do that that word becomes in you a life germatized yeah, word and every one of God's word is germatized the only thing you take a handful of wheat and hold it here on the platform it'll never make anything stay here it's got to get into ground not only ground but the right kind of ground to support it amen. if the good word falls in poor ground it'll bring a poor crop amen. you take good grains and put it in good ground on the right condition, it will bring forth a hundredfold. Amen. So is the Word of God when it's brought into the human heart with a faith, undying faith in the Lord Jesus Christ with the Holy Spirit and the power of God there to water. It will germinate and bring forth everything. It's a Word. It's, uh, it's God's Word. Jesus said, John fourteen twelve. He that believeth on Me, the works I do shall He do also. Well, certainly I believe that. These works that I do. The right translation of that, more than this shall you do. It says greater than this shall you do. He couldn't do greater. He stopped nature. He raised the dead. He done everything. But in other words, God was manifested in one man, Christ. Now He's manifested universally in His church. More than this. The same works. Someone said to me not long ago, to be a little critical, said, Greater works, he said, shall you do. We do the greater works. I said, do the lesser before you do the greater. Just show me the lesser works. You can make it, twist it around, and try to make it say something, but still it remains the same. And you watch anybody that's got faith enough to believe that, it'll manifest itself the same way that God did it. Amen. Now, we got so much today under the emotions and so forth that, and things. I have nothing to say against it. That's up between the individual and God. But to me, Every word, every action has to come from this Bible. Amen. It has to be God's Word. Hallelujah. Then I know it's true. God, the Bible backs it up and says it's true with the promise. Then it's the truth. It's somebody that's found faith that stands there on that Word and makes it live again. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. When we see that in the promise of God, then we can be perseverant. We can really believe. Stay there because it's God's promise. Amen. Stay right with it no matter how long it takes it. It will bring it out. Amen. You know, he spoke one time of the seed of a mustard. Uh, faith as a grain of mustard seed, the smallest. A mustard seed is among the smallest seeds that there is in the earth today. But what is it? It won't mix with nothing. Mustard seed won't mix with no other. You can take kale and spinach and make rape and so forth and you can bring different uh, substance by mixing seeds. But mustard don't mix, they tell me that you can't mix it with nothing. It's mustard. And it remains mustard. And when a man takes a Word of God, no matter how little that faith is, but if it won't mix with any unbelief, it'll bring him out to the... Some of us has great faith. That'll just perform miracles. Some has faith just to hold on until it happens. But if it's genuine faith, wants to hold of it, there's nothing going to shake you from it. It ain't going to mix. And that person is persistent. He has perseverance. No matter how many people says the days of miracles is past, he doesn't believe it. He holds on because he's met the conditions and sunk that word Amen. into a heart of faith that believes it. There he stays. Hallelujah. Lord, I see psychomas right. cancer go off of people and deaf, dumb, and blind universally around the world. The dead raised up. And I know it's true. Amen. Amen. Right. Amen. Working up on vision, of course. Then you know... And you know what's the will of God. You cannot work until you know the will of God. A promise in the Bible that tells you a certain thing, that's God's Word. Then He sends His Spirit back into the church and gifts to manifest Himself. Just to comb out the little differences and so forth to make Himself real among us. Oh, what? how could we ask for anything different? See, When He comes to us and makes Himself so known, so personalized himself, God amongst His people. Amen. A little while, and the world—the world. There's a Greek word, cosmos, which means the world order. It'll sink. Every world order must sink. Yeah. Every nation is dominated by Satan. Always has been, and always will be. Outside of Israel, when they become a nation, Satan took Jesus up top of the mountain and said, "Show him the kingdoms of the world." All it was and would come. Said, "I'll, I'll give them to you if you'll fall down and worship me." He said, "Get hence, Satan." He knew He was going to fall heir to them in a millennium. But everyone, I stood where the Pharaohs once governed the world, no one. And you'd have to dig 20 feet beneath the earth to find their kingdoms, their seats where they once sat. The Caesars of Rome and and the Pharaohs of Egypt, all these things. And if the world should stand, so will these democracies be. But what do they all speak of? Uh, something in the human heart trying to find that unity. And if you'd only look up, unity comes from God. The power of God. When the believer, the creation here on earth that God has created is united with God, then that comes a unity and gives faith. And when a man sees that, he's persistent. Nobody's going to shake him. Jesus said over there, the works that I do shall you do also. A little while in the world, cosmos, sees me no more. That's the world order. They see me no more. Many church members, fine people, going to church, living under that thought that they're all right. Well, you're not all right as a church member. You're a citizen. You might try to do right, but friend, let me tell you, you must be born again. You don't come into the church. You don't come into the church by shaking hands. You don't come into church by church membership. You come into the church by birth. Amen. I've been in the Branham family 52 years. I, they never asked me to join the family to make my name a Branham. I was born into the family of Branham's. I'm a Branham by birth. That's how you're a Christian by birth. When you're born to the Spirit of God. Persistent. Yes. That's when you can achieve something. All man down through the ages has always been able to achieve what... They're persistent if, they're, if they have faith in what they're trying to achieve. It depends on what your achievement is. It depends on what you're trying to do. It, whether you're persistent or not, how much faith you got in what you're doing, we must have faith in God. We must believe God. I got many scriptures right here I want to refer to. Now, if a man is trying to be persistent, and he he's got to have something first that'll give him faith in what he's doing. Now we remember to begin with, the Bible tells us that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I remember that God. When Christ was on earth, He said, The works that I do shall you do also. Mark 16 said, Go ye into all the world. The last address that Jesus gave to the church. Listen. The first commission He ever gave His church was going to the cities before He came. Matthew 10. And to heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out devil, and as freely as you have received, freely give. That was His first commission to the church. The last commission and the last words that fell from his lips when he went up until he comes again with a shout, the voice of the archangel, he said, Go into all of the world. Preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. And ends a conjunction, tying your sentence together. And these signs shall follow them that believe. My name they shall cast out devils. Speak with new tongues, if they tuck up serpents or drink daily things that should not harm them. If they lay their hands on the sick, they shall recover. The Bible said they returned back with rejoicing, the Lord working with them, confirming the word with signs following. See, they had they were persistent in it because they had something to achieve. They had a straight commission. How far was that commission go? To all the world, to every creature. How many generations? Every generation. Every creature. Peter said on the day of Pentecost, repent every one of you. Be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promises unto you and to your children and to them as far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. How can you place the Holy Ghost in the power of Christ way back in some, almost a prehistoric way, back in some generation back there? God knew that. Did say that? That's reading said, I'll not leave you comfortless. I'll pray the Father. Yeah. Send you another comfort of the Holy Ghost. A little while in the world yeah, right. won't see me no more. Yet ye shall see me. Amen. For I, and I as a personal pronoun, I'll amen. be with you, even in you, amen. to the end of the consummation. Amen. 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 Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. God living in His church, in His people. What denomination, Brother Brandon? He don't pull strings on denomination. God deals with individuals. Each man, each woman, boy or girl, that will believe on him. No matter what denomination they belong to. is hunting hungry hearts. Now, persistent. Trying to achieve something. All man through all ages has been that way. Now we take, for instance, Noah. Noah was very persistent. After he had found the will of God. You've got to first find the will of God. Now you've got to find the will of God this morning as you're coming to be prayed for. You've got to find the will of God, whether it's God's will to heal you or not. The next thing you have to do if you're coming to get salvation, you've got to find out whether it's God's will to save you or not. The first thing you have to find out what God's will is, and then if you really have received the seed in your heart, then you can be persistent. There's nothing going to move you. No matter what wisdom man tries to say, it's not so and it's not this and that and the other, it doesn't move you one iota because you know what the will of God is. He's spoken into your heart. Your faith sits there and it'll hold right on no matter if it's no more than a, like a grain of mustard seed. It'll bring you right out to the to the place. Hallelujah. The will of God. Yes. Noah, after he heard the voice of God telling him that there was going to be a flood came, uh, come. pardon me, that was going to destroy the world. Nature was going to cut up. Didn't Jesus say as it was in the days of Noah? Yes. So will it be at the coming of the Son of Man? Amen. Nature would take a rampage. Amen. And we see it today. Yes. I want to stop here for a minute. When I was coming into Bombay, where we, the Lord gave us the greatest crowd we ever had, 500,000 at one time to preach to, there was a piece in the newspaper I was reading. It said, the, well, the earthquake must be over. Said a few days before the earthquake come, all in India they're poor, real poor. They build their fences out of rocks and so forth. And the little birds flew out of the rocks from their nests and went out in the field and set in the trees. The cattle that stood around the walls and towers went out in the field in the hot sun, wouldn't stand in the shade, they stood in the sun out there. They didn't know what this strange thing was. Then all at once to an earthquake, shook the walls down, the towers down. If the little birds had been in there, they'd have been killed. If the cattle had been standing beneath that, they'd been killed. Don't you see the same God that warned the birds and the beast in the days of Noah? In a what do you want to call it, premonition or whatever you want to say, how God dealt with these birds? He gave them the instinct to fly out of that wall and get away from that thing before it struck. You think that God thinks enough of a sparrow to take him out of the wall? How much more are you than a sparrow? He knows how to take care of his own. Sister, laying here on this cot stretcher, if he fed the sparrow and clothed the field with grass, how much more does he think of you? How much more are you than a sparrow? Yeah. Have faith in God regardless of feelings or anything else. God's Word, you take a hold of it and hold to it. Hallelujah. All right. Glory. Praise the name of Jesus. Be persistent. Believe it. Hallelujah. Hold on to His Word. Lord. Then after the earthquake stopped, the little birds flew back flew into their places and made their rocks again, whole or places in the rocks again and built their nests. The cattle, the same God that was in the days of Noah. Noah! Well, you think science would have said to him, they had greater science than they do now. They could achieve greater accomplishments than they can now. They, they had a dye that makes things look perfect till this day. They had an embalming fluid that they could make mummies. We could not do that today, is so I'm told. Then with another thing, they built a pyramid. Who could build a pyramid today? Them great boulders that as stood there and looked up there and seen the Sphinx and what, take f- f- many flat cars to put its one foot on there. How did they get those boulders up in there? Where did they do it? Gasoline power won't do it. There's nothing that we have less it would be the atomic energy. And that might have been the same thing that caused the Antiluvian destruction that threw the world out of caver and throwed it away from the sun. Pushed it backwards and caused the rain. If God said there'd be rain, there was going to be rain Amen. regardless Amen. of whether it ever been or not. Amen. No matter how many scientific proofs there was to Noah, Noah heard the voice of God Amen. said, It's going to rain! And there had never been rain upon the earth. Amen. You see, as he took Abraham up to the top of the mountain and there told him to sacrifice his own son, and when Abraham got Isaac ready, and little Isaac questioned a type of God and his son... Tied his hands behind him and said, here is a fire and here is a wood and so forth. (laughs) Here's the stones. Here's the altar. But where is the sacrifice? And that old father, now about 114 years old with a son that he'd waited for for 25 years through difficulties and so forth and how it helped to that undying Word of God had been planted in his heart. He's going to have the baby anyhow! (laughs) But was he persistent? (laughs) He said, I've held him this far. I know that if God give Him to me by believing Him, He'll raise Him up from the dead. Yeah. Well, there you are. Persistent, holding that Word of God first. That when He got ready to take His life, there was an angel caught His hand and stayed down. Die. There was a ram hooked by His horns in the wilderness behind Him. Where did that ram come from? He was three days journey. And any man in that day could walk easy 25 miles. I will walk 25 and 30 every time i go hunting or on patrol or anything. I'd easy walking. And we got so-called gasoline feet. That man went from three days' journey and then looked far off and seen the mountain. While wild beasts would have killed that ram. And another thing is up on top of the mountain. Where there's no water nor nothing. No wonder he called the place Jehovah Jireh. The Lord will provide for himself a sacrifice. How can you do these things, Brother Branham, in the days of science, in the days of the great scientific world? How can he perform this? How do you think you'll ever get by with it? He's still Jehovah Jireh. The Lord, we keep His Word and He's able to perform that, what He said. Amen. You can take a dead, cold, formal church. He could take a member out of that church and put the life of God into that fellow and set him afire with a gospel. He could take a prostitute off the street. He could yes. take a drunkard out of the alley out and yes. Make a man and a lady out of the cause he's Jehovah Jireh. The Lord will provide for himself a sacrifice. Hey, how we put God down on our bases. We think on our basis. We believe on our basis. Turn that thing loose. That's what got Eve in trouble. She was thinking on her own basis. Thank on God's basis what His Word said. Lift yourself up above that by faith believing His Word. Noah said, I don't care how much science can prove there's no water up there. God's able to put water up there. Amen. Amen. He will do it because He promised it. If He promised it, He'll do it. And He, he What did He do? He wasn't uh, just uh, go around and say, well, uh, He told me that. Yes, I, I believe He'd done something about it. Amen. Oh, brother, sister, do you see what I mean? He didn't just sit there and say God said so. He'd done something about it. If you want to get saved this morning, God promised salvation. Then do something about it. Just don't sit there. Don't join one church and take your letter from church to church. He promised salvation, deliverance. (coughs) If you're sick, why sit here? As the leper said that day uh, when the city was besieged, why sit we here until we die? When Samaria was besieged. By the Syrians. They said, if we sit here till we die, we'll, we'll always be here. We'll die right here. If you go in the city, they're dying in there from starvation. Let's go down to the camp of the enemy. Oh, my. What a poor... Uh, what a little faith they could have. What a little thing they'd go to the camp of the enemy who was trying to kill them. But said, if we die, we're going to die anyhow. So if we save or get our lives saved, well, we'll do well. And they went down there and God honored that little speck of dingy faith. And not only delivered them, but delivered Israel. What we need today is men and women who will take God by His Word and be persistent with it. God will cause the earthquakes and the shakes to go down to the camp first. God will take care whether there's going to be rain up there or not. Say, well, Brother Branham, the doctor told me I was dying. I got cancer. That may be so. The man's telling you all he knows how. But the only thing he can do, he's got five senses to work with. Two of them he can use. What is it? One sense is feeling. The next place is uh, a scene. Seeing and feeling. He feels something or see something. You're an x-ray. That's all the man has to work with. That's all he knows. But he's doing the best he can do. Amen. But don't look at that. He's come to his end. Amen. Look up here. What this promise? So how can it be done? God said so. He settles it when God said it. That settles it. Amen. It's eternally settled forever in heaven. His Word is. Amen. And His Word is made flesh. And it's flesh today in you if you'll let it come flesh. If you abide me in my words in you, then ask what you will. And it'll be done. St. John 15. See, we won't just let them words stay in here, believe it. It's the truth, it's a seed. It'll, it'll, it'll bring to pass everything that He promised. Now, notice of science would come out there, a group of a scientists and said that, uh, Mr. Noah, uh, you're a fine minister. We we appreciate you. You got a nice congregation here, your family. But however, if you uh we don't agree with you. And we know that you're you're different. You're, you're just causing fanaticism to be sold amongst the people. And you're even scaring some of the people. Tell them that the world's coming to an end. We want to show and scientifically prove to you. No oh, that devil never did die. He, he's just still trying to do that. Amen. That same one that said, if thou be the Son of God, let me see a miracle. Perform a miracle and turn this bread. This, uh, you're hungry. Make this uh, stone's bread. I'll believe you. The same devil and an educated priest said, if thou be the Son of God, come down off the cross and prove it to him. See, that devil, don't, he just don't die. Amen. See, the devil always takes his man, but his spirit stays here for another. Amen. But let me tell you some encouragement. God takes his man, but his spirit stays uh, here for another. Yes! Somebody's going to receive that word. Somebody's going to be anointed one way or the other. And it depends on what you, what spirit's on the inside of this grain. That's when you're going to believe it or not believe it. That's what you're not... Uh, Someone said to me not long ago, a minister, you'd be surprising. And I was in a doctor's office when he said it. And I'll tell you the truth. I found more believe in doctors and divine healing than I have ministers. That's right. Yes, sir. I've been the, I was interviewed, you know, that on kind of look magazine or not look, but the, what was that magazine that wrote, that Miracle of Donnie? Uh, uh, Reader's Digest, yeah. And when they had me interviewed, there at male brothers, you know what they said? We do not claim to be healers. We only claim to assist nature. There's only one healer that's God. Oh, my. Amen. There you are. Amen. It's man who can think. It's somebody who can look out down there and look over the whole thing. We're human beings. We're subject to death mistakes and everything. He's God infinite. Amen. We must believe it. If I could explain it, then it's no more faith. Amen. I can't explain why a black cow can eat green grass and give white milk, but she does it. Amen. That's right. You can't explain it either. No, sir. I can't explain how God does these things, but He just said He would do it. I'll never know it. You'll never know it. But we believe it. By faith are you saved. By faith are you healed. Everything that comes from God's got to become by faith. Some time ago I was standing to a broadcast. A fellow was making fun of the meeting. Didn't know who it was. He said, I don't believe that. He said it couldn't be done. I just can't believe it like that. He said, I've got to, it's got to be scientifically proven to me. I said, then you can never be a Christian. You can, never, he said, well, I'm a Christian. I said, you can't be. You cannot. I said, scientifically prove me where Christ is. I said, if you're a married man, he said, yes. I said, do you love your wife? He said, yes. I said, scientifically prove me what love is. He I said, well, he said, I couldn't do that. I said, then you haven't got anything like call love. See? Now you just, you, that's a make believe in your mind. See? If you can't prove it, scientifically, tell me what, go down here and buy me a quarter's worth of love. By mere dime for the faith. You can't do it. Amen. And the whole armor of God is faith. Amen. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, meekness, general, patience. Amen. The whole armor of the believer is faith. We believe God by faith because God said so. Amen. Amen. Then what is it? Abraham was justified by Paul by faith, but by James by works. Abraham was talking what God saw. And James is talking what man saw. Show me your faith by your works, without your works and so forth, see? Then if you don't have works with your faith, it shows you haven't got faith, you're just talking from your mouth. But if you really got faith, you believe it and act like it. Try it. Put it in action. Noah did. He put it in action. He went right ahead, building the ark. No matter what any science said, now look here, we'll scientifically prove to you there's no rain up there. I don't care how much you can prove to me how much you can say that by scientific research or whatever you want to call it, God told me there's coming a rain. And I believe God. That's it. It's going to rain. Where's it coming from? Mr. Noah, I would like to ask you, sir, Reverend, where is that rain coming from? Where's that? Well, God's able to put it up there if He told me it's going to be there. Right. Today, they say this can't be done. They see the discernment in the meeting. They say it's got to be a telepathy. A telepathy. Yeah. A telepathy. A discerning of spirit. A visions of the Lord. Uh, yeah. What kind of a telepathy did the prophets have? What did Jesus have? Yeah. When he stood there that day, and here come Philip up, and he got saved, he went over and got Nathaniel, brought him up before Jesus, and Nathaniel said, Oh, now that could be nothing good come out of, out of uh, Nazareth. So when he come up to where Jesus was, Jesus looked at him and said, "You're you are uh, an Israelite. You have no guile." And he said, "Rabbi, when did you know me? How did you ever know me?" Said, "Before Philip called you and when you ran under the tree, I saw you." Amen. Now physically, that was if he was ever there, it's fifteen miles around the mountain. The two places, a day's journey around the mountain. How could he saw him? Then what, being a man of faith? Being a man that wanted to see the Word of God made manifest. Wanted to know that God said, the Lord your God shall raise up when the Messiah comes, He's going to be a prophet. Just like He was. And He saw that and He knowed. He said, Rabbi, you're the Son of God. That's right. His name's immortal. There stood those great starchy priests that had enough D.D., Ph.D., L.L.D.'s behind them perhaps. Come to a line of ministers. Stand there thought they know the word. They did word. But there's a lot. Don't not knowing his word, but knowing him. Amen. Know him that's in the word. Amen. That's right. Knowing him, the life that's in the word. Amen. Now they stood there and said, This man's Beelzebub. He's a fortune teller. He sees those things. He, he's a fortune teller. That's Jesus turned and said no, I would have, they never said that out loud. They thought that in their heart, Amen. and he knew their thoughts. Does the Bible say that, yeah. Saint Luke? Yeah, he knew their thoughts. See, they thought he's reading their mind. Perceive their thoughts. He said, "You speak a word against me, I'll forgive you for it. But otherwise, someday the Holy Spirit's going to come to do the same thing, and you speak one word against it." You speak against that, it'll never be forgiven you in this world neither in the world to come. Amen. See? See, the Holy Spirit, they couldn't understand it. They had to answer their congregation because their congregation was standing there. And they said, well, he, he must be reading their minds. He's got a telepathy. He's Beelzebub, a fortune teller. And anybody knows that a fortune teller is of the devil. Amen. And they call the work of God a devil. Calling this works of God... A, don't you know that... Anything the devil has is something that's perverted from the real. Amen. What is a lie? It's a truth perverted. What is an adultery? Is a righteous act perverted. All sin is is truth and righteousness perverted. What is death? Life perverted. Amen. Certainly, it's the way it, it is in His Word. That's the way it is, and people just try to shadow it, shade it, make it say things because they don't know. They don't know. They don't have faith to take the Word, but Nathaniel did. How about Simon when he come up there? Heard that old Pharisee father of his say, Simon, my son, before the end time comes, there will perhaps I look for him to come in my days, but he didn't come. He may come in your time. And if he does, Simon, here's what's happened. There'll be everything going on, son. And there'll be all kind of false things rising everywhere. But you remember this. Stay with the word. Amen. Now, if this Messiah rises, he'll be a prophet. And this Messiah will be a prophet just like Moses was because our word of God says he'll be a prophet like him. Uh, you'll know he'll be more than a prophet. He'll be the God prophet. But his actions and words will be a prophet because you go no higher than that till you go to God. See? So he said "You he'll, he'll be a God prophet. His works here on earth will show a prophet so we know that it'll be God. Remember that. And I guess when Andrew come told him that night, oh, we saw the Messiah, I imagine Simon said, get away, get away. Go ahead, I go, go on, don't bother me. But the next day when he attended the meeting, walked up in the presence of the Lord Jesus and he said, Your name is Simon! And you're the son of Jonas. Amen. That tucked the starch out of right? you. Yes, Amen. What did he do? He, Jesus, that ignorant fisherman who couldn't even sign his own name. The Bible said he was both ignorant and unlearned. But it pleased God with that faith to make him Peter, the little stone. Giving the keys to the kingdom. Upon this rock I'll build my church. What? Upon a rock? Like the Catholic says? No. Upon what? What is it? Upon the spiritual revelation. The flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father which is in heaven has revealed it to you. Upon this rock, upon the written Word of God, being spiritual revealed, I'll build my church and the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. Why? It's more than a mustard seed. It's a God's power moving amongst mortals up on the Word. The Word made life. That's what was in Noah. He said, The Word is life in Him, and I'll prepare for it. Well, it didn't rain yesterday. You said it was going to rain. When's it going to rain? I don't know, but it's going to rain. Amen. How do you know it's going to do it? God said so. Amen. Like they said to Abraham, why, 80 years old? Him and his wife, 90 years old? Poor little old wife right along there, had been packing. Some pins and things for the little booties for the baby for 25 years. Here she is, 90, on a little walking cane like this going around. Abraham, he hump back and whiskers hanging down. What about it, Abraham? Hey, you left, you left City of Ur a long time ago. He said he's going to have a baby. What about it now? Glory to God, we have it anyhow. Amen. <laughs> Why? God said so. Amen. Why? That's been 25 years ago. God said so. It don't make a difference if it's 125 years. Amen. 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 Persistent, perseverance, pursuing, pursuing after. You've got a hold of it. Like the little boy flying the kite said, where's it at? He said, I don't know, but it's out there somewhere. I can feel it on the end of the line. <laughs> <laughs> a man or a woman that takes God's word. you got a hold of something. Your anchor holds within yeah. the veil. The storms and gales may press and shake and away But you're anchored. Yeah. She's coming out right on up to the place. You're persevering. Amen. You're going to believe it. Noah believed it, sure. And he achieved God's purpose for his life. You want to achieve God's purpose in your life? Then be perseverance. Perseverance when you get the Word. Hold on to it, the promise. It's yours. Yeah. Moses, I, how many characters could I go to now? I say here, Moses, over in Exodus. Moses, he was a scholar, a diplomat, a soldier. Not only a soldier, he was a general. He's not only a general, but he's a coming Pharaoh. I feel religious right now, so excuse me. Yes! A coming Pharaoh! If he won't deliver his people, well, he had Egypt in his hand. He was a coming Pharaoh. He would do what he wanted to when he became Pharaoh, but God spoke to him. Amen. One day, yonder in a burning bush. Oh, he run like a coward with all of his education. All of his theology, he failed. All of his great things, he failed. But one day... In a burning bush! Hallelujah. God met him! When God come to him in this burning bush, watch him with a stick in his hand, his wife on a mule, with little Gershom sitting on her hip, on his road to Egypt! What was he going down to take over? Amen. He was had perseverance. He was very persistent. Moses, do you think you, 80 years old, I'm with a crooked stick in your hand? Dry as it can be. Mm. Amen. A crooked stick. A one-man invasion. Amen. Going down to Egypt like one man going over to Russia to take over. Amen. We only need God only needs one man. Amen. That's only he only that's needs beautiful. one man. Amen. Completely in his hand. Amen. One man, that's all he needs. He can shake Russia to pieces with that one man. Amen. Noah or Moses, pardon me. He talked Moses while he was running this way. Settled down to a nice life. Lovely young a girl, married her, had a baby. Fallen heir to his father in all sheep. Jethro, the priest of Midian, he had everything made. Had a nice home place, comfortable living out there. Hunt every once in a while with his crossbow, maybe, and kill a deer and plenty of berries and plenty of sheep and wool and trade. The caravans come through. Why well, he had it made. Nothing he had to worry about, but one day, one day, the burden of the people of his people that was burdened was done, left his mind. They were down in Egypt. He had failed, so God can do something else about it. But one day, when God met him in a burning bush, you talk about perseverance. Here he goes. Where's your army? I don't need any. My army is an unseen army. Like it was a dolphin one morning. Hallelujah. With a prophet. My army is an unseen army. Here he goes, the only thing you see is an old crooked stick leading this mule behind the whiskers are blowing. Praise God, his eyes set towards heaven, going down to take over. Hallelujah. Sometimes faith makes you act ridiculous Hallelujah. to the carnal mind. Hallelujah. But if, if it's God's word, it's got to come to pass. Hallelujah. Be persevering. See, God make it come to pass. He went down, he was very persistent. Walked up in the front of Pharaoh, looked like he was going to fail. He said, I'll show you whether I'm sin of God or not. He threw down a stick on the floor like that as if to say, and uh, turned into a serpent, he and Aaron. And he just called over two astrologers or two devil-possessed men like we are got in the last days, Amen. imitating to the very elective possible. Amen. Right? Come down, throw their sticks down, turn the same thing. Now Moses note this one thing, that the God that sent him was able to take care of him. Amen. Now, he didn't know what to act next. You get to a place you don't know what to do. And people said He never got healed. Well, there's a thing still there. If God placed that in your heart, do you stand still. Amen. You just keep on testifying to the glory of God. Amen. Keep on. Moses said, I know God sent me. What happened? The serpent blowed three or four times this big, perhaps a python or something, raised over and swallowed up the others. Amen. Did you ever think what become of them other sticks? <laughs> they only picked up the one. <laughs> you need the rest of them up. Amen. Yeah. There wasn't no more. That's the way God will do one of these days by His power. Yes. Moses was persevering. Yeah. And the first thing you know, he sent him out and said, do this Pharaoh. And he said, if you don't, we're going to do so and so. he called on God and he sent flies, fleas, yeah. everything else upon the earth. What was he? He was determined. God told him, bring them children back to this mountain, back here. He knew he had the will of God. He knew he had the vision before him. Amen. He knew the heavens and earth would pass forever. That Amen. vision could not fail. Amen. So he went down there, persistent. Amen. Listen, brother. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you can come this morning with a vision of the will of God, if you can come with the word of God, I don't care what happens. I'm going to be persistent. House in my heart since I've been sitting here, I got a vision of God. I'm persistent. I'm going to be, I'm going to be persevering. I'm going to pound. I'm going to take it. This thing's got to leave me. It's going to leave you, brother. Don't you worry. It'll leave you. David, standing up there before Goliath, while he was persistent, he said, You need to tell me that you will stand and let that modern science, scientists out there. That sounds sacrilegious, but I hope you know what I mean. You mean to tell me that that modern scientist can stand there and say the days of miracles is past when the Word of the living God disputes it? You mean to tell me that you'll let modern science say there's no such a thing as divine healing in the Bible? Sixty-some percent of Jesus' ministry was divine Yeah, 86% of the thing was divine healing and the promise and the last promises? You mean to tell me my minister brethren that you're standing at this modern so-called denominational cults. Help us, Lord. Uh, going into the League of Churches here, Council of Churches. mean to tell me you're standing in that organization and let them smother the Word of God in you and tell you the days of miracles is past? Uh, Who are you anyhow? Have you ever had any experience? Amen. Was you ever born again of the Spirit of God? Amen. You, if you have, brother, you'll certainly take God's Word for it. Yeah. Let everything else be a lie. Certainly. Notice, David had an experience. He took a little slingshot. He didn't have very much. It was a slingshot. But he knew that the God of heaven was with him. And he went out there and slew a bear and a lion. And he knew what it would do. And he said, You mean to tell me if God can deliver that bear and lion into my hands? How much more can he deliver that boasting uncircumcised Philistine out there? Amen. Amen. This boasting world of today saying the days of miracles is passing and a Russia raising up here, storming the churches down and putting them to shame? There's nothing in them to work for. Why is the little old Castro down there, that little devil possessed fellow? I, I know him, shook his hands and met him and so forth when I was there. And he talked nice to me and everything like that. Said he believed there's coming a millennium and a Christ and so forth. But he sold out to the devil. Yeah. Well, what did he do? He'd done some good things. He did do one thing. He counterfeited all that money and started the currency new again. That's what's going to have to happen here one of these days. Or these big hogs of whiskey, still and tobacco companies that can take their income tax and put it out on television out here. I know I'm talking on tapes, but let me tell you, that's the truth. oh. Amen. It should go to the government. Amen. But they can get around, but you start, fail to pay yours one time and say, Amen. Yes. They'll strip you down, Lord. Yes. mean to tell me that bunch of uncircumcised Philistines? Amen. Amen. And I hear them defile the armies of the living God. We back up such a thing as that. What the church needs today is going back to God, back Amen. to His Word, back to the power, back to Pentecost. Amen. Amen. Not to Pentecostal organization, back to the experience of pentecost Amen. Them guys are out of the wheel when they call by Pentecostal organization. Amen. Pentecost is an experience. It comes Amen. to Methodists, Baptists, Presbyterians, or whoever wants it, that's right. Amen. God don't deal with a nation, with a people, with a denomination, he deals with an individual. Amen. Always. Amen. With the Gentiles. Taking a people out of the Gentiles for his name's sake. See? That's the way he deals with them. Now, quickly, I must hurry. David said, Do you mean to tell me you'll let that happen? He said, this little sling shot, he went after that lion, well, uh, kill it, went after the bear and killed it. He said, how much more will God give me that boasting Philistine out there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it says the days of America. history. He laughed at him and said, I'll take you on the end of this weaver's needle spirit, hang you up, let the birds eat your flesh. He could do it. <laughs> Saul told him, he said, that man's a, why his fingers is 14 inches long. He said, why, that man is a warrior from his youth and you're nothing but a ruddy little boy. Oh, but he said, i got something to tell you. i got something you don't know about. Why, you're nothing, his brother said. Get on back home, you're naughty. I'll have Pappy give you a whipping when you get back. What did he say? He said, I was herding your servant, my father. I was herding his sheep out there one day. I trust in the Lord God. And a lion came in and took one of the lambs. And I went after him. (laughs) <laughs> Why? He's given a charge. Amen. Right by his father. And I knocked him down. He was raised up. I slew him. Because I was left with a charge. Oh, minister Hallelujah. brother. Hallelujah. We're left with a charge. Hallelujah. A lion comes in. He gets one of his servants and Hallelujah. takes it out. I'm coming with a slingshot this morning. A slingshot of prayer. of faith, Hallelujah. shall save the sick and God shall raise him up. Hallelujah. What he said. Amen. We're coming after him. Bring that lamb back to the fold. We need you every Christian. We need every one of you. Yes. Yes. We need you. We got to have you. Yes. Fathers, yes. give us a charge. Let's go get it. Amen. Amen. Let's keep charge. He said, and if he could do that for that sheep, how much more? Stay here defying the armies of the living God. I'm ashamed of my brother and all the rest of them. He said, that's yes. much to say. I'm ashamed of your weakness. I'm ashamed of my ministerial group someday when I hear them standing and coincide side up with the unbelievers and saying, Oh, there's no such a thing. There's not you 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 don't expect those things to happen. Amen. Peter said on the day of Pentecostal promises unto you, and to your children, and to your children's children. Amen. As far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. If he's still calling, he's still pouring Amen. out the Holy Ghost. Amen. If the Holy Ghost is still living in you, it's got to live the same life it did back there in Christ Amen. Jesus. Amen. If you see a branch come up. And it puts forth an a apple. Well, the next one's not going to be a pear and the next one a plum. If it is, it's grafted. Amen. Amen. That's right. But if the original root of the tree puts out another branch, it'll be an apple. Amen. So today we got a lot of organizations and denominations that's been grafted. Them trees will live. Yes, sir, I seen a tree the other day with nine different citrus fruits on it. And it had a pomegranate. It had, a, I believe it was a grapefruit, lemon, and all on it. But it really was an orange tree. And I said to the man, Mr. Sherritt, my friend, I said, well, how has that been an orange tree? He said, well, you just spit the tree and put this grafted in there. I said, well, when it brings forth fruit, will it bring forth the orange? I said, no, it brings forth after it's kind. There you are. Brother, when I tell you, when churches are grafted into Christ, such or tri- supposed to be, just slid in there by name, call themselves Amen. the churches of Christ, when they do, what do they bring? Denominational fruits. Amen. But if that branch ever brings forth another limb... It'll be like the first one was. Amen. Let me tell you, brother, if the Holy Ghost is real in the church today, the kind of church that it had it wrote the Amen. book of Acts behind it. Amen. If the Church of the Living God, the Church of Jesus Christ, become again alive by the same Holy Spirit that oh. fell on the day of Pentecost, they'll write a book of Amen. Acts behind Amen. it. Amen. All right. Amen. You'll be persistent, persevering until that thing comes to pass. Oh God, have mercy on us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, Samson. Samson, he was very persevering as long as he could feel those seven locks around him. He knew that was a promise that God gave him. And every man and woman could be as persistent as Samson was as long as you can feel that power of promise around you. God, here is the Word. The Word said so. And you can be persevering as long as you know that you've got that promise in your heart, that faith that told you while you're sitting here now. That faith says, I am healed. I am healed. You feel it. Just keep walking on, brother. God will take care of the Philistines, don't you yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever think how Samson, with that old jawbone of the mule, you know how thick those helmets was? Some of them about an inch or inch and a half of solid brass. They'd take a two-handed sword and hit him on the head, but it wouldn't hurt him. And Samson took an old rotten, excuse me, that uh, old dried jawbone of the mule and picked it up and beat down a thousand of them. <laughs> yeah, Why the first nick on top of one of them heads, that jawbone went to a million pieces. But see, the miracle was in the jawbone the same as in Samson. Amen. He felt like could feel that promise there. He said, bring him on. Amen. Brother, are you beginning to knock Philistine's right and left? Why? Oh, yeah. ah! He persisted oh, yeah. till until the last Philistine was laying on the ground. Amen. Amen. Amen! What did he have? Not very much. He had a mule's jaw. <laughs> to fight against swords and spears and train men. Yes. But he had the power of God on I mean, him. You notice the power of God came upon him first. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, brother... Fight till every symptom's gone. Amen. Hallelujah! All right. Fight till every, every doubt is gone. Amen. Say, well, in my case it's different. Take that jawbone and knock it out of there. Amen. <laughs> Amen. This is said, but you know I'm just a little different. I'm getting too old. Knock it out. Abraham was a hundred. <laughs> yes. Go on. Hallelujah. Well, but my case is very bad. <laughs> Jonah was in the belly of the whale, hands tied behind him. Laying down, the whale's vomit. Everywhere he looked was whale's belly. He had plenty of symptoms. But he turned over and said, Once more, i look to Your holy temple, Lord. Lord. Can't hide Him! That's it. Persistent perseverance. Stay right with the Word of God. Why did Jonah stay like that? Because he knew that since Solomon dedicated the temple, he prayed and said, Lord, if thy people be in trouble anywhere, and look towards this holy place, then hear from heaven. Answer their prayer. And he knew this one thing. God would hear that prayer and if Jonah under those circumstances could have that much faith in God what about you? Amen. there's none of you here that better circumstances oh. how much more look to a temple where a man finally backslid Saul who prayed the prayer but it was God's dedication when the Holy Spirit witnessed it by a pillar of fire to come in and go down in behind the same pillar of fire that you have the picture with you today moving among us doing the same signs and wonders oh, what's the matter? listen quietly listen could we, when we look not to an earthly temple or some organization or some denomination, but to the right hand of God, where Jesus sits there with his Amen. own bloody garments. Hallelujah. Amen. His own blood Hallelujah. before the Father Amen. to make intercessions Amen. upon your confession. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hebrews 3 said it. He, uh, he is a high priest, ever living to make intercessions. Oh, oh my. Before the Father this morning, a high priest. If Jonah could look out, refuse to see the whale's belly, how much more can we fail to see the little ache and the little pain or the little whatever we got? Uh, look towards Your holy promise, Lord. You can't hide a saint from His prayer. That's all there is to it. Sure. Oh, he was. I got to hurry up, to my friends. I'm going to be too late again. That's a few more little texts. John, he was so sure because God told him. You know, now his father is a priest, you know. But strange, he didn't go down to be a priest. He went to the wilderness. He didn't want to get mixed up in man's theory. He went to the wilderness to find out at the age of nine. His father and mother being old, no, old, they never see their prophet's son ever come into power in that day. And remember, that same spirit is promised us in this last day. Oh, Elijah. Amen. Remember, Jesus never referred to that when He said... He spoke of John the Baptist. If you notice, I send my messenger before my face, Matthew 3. Cause you don't, you got a contradiction in the scripture. He said, before this day comes of the great and terrible day of the Lord shall come to burn the earth with fire. The earth wasn't burnt with fire back in them days. Amen. The world would be burnt with fire Amen. after this coming. Amen. He would send the Elijah to straighten the things up and bring the people back to reconciliation. And what this Elijah, the first one come would restore, would bring the faith of the fathers to the children, but the one in the last days would to restore them back to the faith of the fathers. Amen. See? Amen. See, back to the original Pentecostal fathers. Yeah. The right message, the beginning. Yeah. Elijah, God sent him. is my prayer. Send him, O oh, Lord, send him. Quickly, Hallelujah. we'll pray for him that he'll appear on the scene. And God always has his representatives somewhere on the earth. He's never been without a witness somewhere. Amen. He's always got a witness. Standing true. And I believe he's I believe that uh, we're shadowing the coming of the Lord right now. Time for the power of God to rise again Amen. in the form of a prophet of Elijah. And send down here and straighten the people and bring them that little group as it was in the days of Noah, as it was in the days of Lot. So will it be. Just in a minority, the church will be. All right. We find John didn't go down to get his ecclesiastical training, but he went to the wilderness to get an experience. When he come back out, he talk wilderness. Generation of vipers, snakes he found in the wilderness. Axes laid to the root of the tree. His sermons is based upon such as that. But watch, they come around, he said, there's one standing among you now that you don't know. He knew what he was talking about. Are you the Messiah? He said, no. Are you that prophet? That Messiah prophet was raised up. I am not. He said, but he's standing among you now. Perhaps maybe Kef, the is a high priest had been there, which I guess he wasn't. He's too dignified to come down to a place like that. But he, some one of the priests might have said, Sir, here's Brother Jones. He's a fine fellow. Brother so-and-so here, Brother John Doe. He, I, I believe he, the Lord's making him a Messiah. John said, I'll know him. Amen. There'll be a sign following him. Amen. He knows. Amen. Blessed are the spiritual that Amen. understand. Blessed are they who has eyes and can see, Amen. ears that can hear. Amen. So I know him. God'll identify, identify him. God vindicates his servants. Amen. Yes, sir. And after a while he come, he looked up there, and he saw he said, "Behold, the Lamb of God, I take away the sin of the world." He was persistent. Let no PhD, LL, double L, whatever it was, go to come in some priest, some uh, a favorite man of the hour with some kind of a fang dangle. He was, that man come down there and he knowed who he was because there was a sign following him. Amen. He knowed who it was. These signs shall follow them that believe. God's church being raised up and put in power. Yes. Now, down to finish the text now. John Persistent. And he had perseverance because he knew that he would that Messiah because the Messiah was to bear a sign. And we're seeing signs today. Signs of the coming Messiah pressing in. Now listen quietly now. When this Greek woman, when she heard of Jesus, faith cometh by hearing. Now she was a Greek, a heathen. So she heard. And she come. You know what? Faith finds a source that others don't see. Amen. Faith finds a source that others can't see. They say, oh, what's up there? What's down here? What's over there? What is that little girl? Oh, it's the little mission? It's so and so. If God was going to do anything, he'd come to the Roman Catholic hierarchy. He'd come to the Archbishop of the Methodist Church. He'd come to uh, the <laughs> the Anglican fathers or some of them. He come. Yeah, that's what they thought in the beginning. But where was he born? In a barn. Where did he get his disciples? Off the river, fishermen, low degree, no education. See, God does what He wants to. Yeah. But you know him. How was the difference here? As Moab up here, when Israel was passing through, Moab offered seven bullocks. This is exactly what Israel had. Moab offered seven sacrifices, rams. Just exactly what Israel. Fundamentally, there was exactly the same, and they were actually brothers. Moab come from Lot's daughter. And here was Balak up there offering the same sacrifice just as fundamental as he could be. But what made the difference? One of them had a smitten rock, a pillar of fire, a sound of a king in the camp, a bunch of interdenominations. They had no home, no place to call their own. They were drifting. Pilgrims and strangers. Wonders about professing that they were pilgrims and strangers. They were seeking a city. That's the way it is today. Not some connection with some great big organization, which is all right. But I don't care how much organization you belong to. Belong anywhere you want to. But the first thing, put your name on the book there. That God write it in the blood of Jesus Christ. Receive the Holy Ghost with faith to believe every word that He wrote that is true. There you are. Yeah. Now, this woman was a Greek to begin with. But faith finds a source that others don't know anything about. Now remember, He is... His Word is a sword. The Bible said so. It's a sword. Hebrews 4, 4.12, if you want to put that down. Hebrews 4.12 said he's, uh, the Word of God is sharper than a two-edged sword. Let me stop here just a minute. Listen. The Word of God is sharper than a two-edged sword, piercing even to the sunder of the bone and so forth the mire, and a discerner of the thoughts of the heart. Amen. Is that right? Amen. I, I, I Stop just a minute. Think now. A discerner of the thoughts of the heart. Does the Scripture lie? It cannot. If it contradicts itself, it's not worth the paper it's wrote on. It's a deceiver. Yeah. That's right. That's right. If God's promises contradict themselves, why, why are you going to believe? Amen. Like the Indian boy that came just recently to Dr. Mars Streethead and them the President of Sudan Missions and stood there and said, remember, he said, we know Jesus lives, he said, Dr. Reedhead said, because He lives in my heart. That's a, He said, yes, Muhammad lives in my heart too. That we can produce just as much psychology in Mohammedanism as Christianity can. But he said, well, I want to see those marks, the si- um, uh, signs of Mark 16 fulfilled. He said, oh, that's uh, you you're just said, you see, sir, from the ninth chapter, ninth verse of the sixty chapter, Mark is not inspired. That the rest, that's just put in there by the Vatican. He said, then maybe the rest of it ain't inspired. So what kind of a book are you reading? He said, all the Koran's inspired. What a shame. Amen. What a disgrace for Amen. a Christian church. Amen. That's either the Word of God or it isn't the Word of God. Amen. You just put faith in it, you watch it work. Amen. You believe it, accept it. Yes, sir, we believe it. What a discerner of the thoughts of the heart. Now look, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, St. John 1. And the Word was made flesh. Christ. And when you come here, you looked down upon the people. A little woman touched his garment. He turned around and said, who touched me? Peter rebuked him. He looked around and said... Who touched me? He said, everybody's touched me. He looked around and said, but I perceive I got weak. Looked out, your blood issue has stopped. What? The Word of God perceiving the thought. Then Pharisees said, in their heart, they said, he's Beelzebub. See, he, that's what he is. That's just exactly. He turned around and said, I'll forgive you for that. Jesus looking up on the audience and perceiving their thought. What was it? The Word. The Word made flesh, a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. That's what the Word of God is now. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. See, you've got to get the living Word in you to have the living God in you because the Word here is God when it's made flesh in you, made spirit life in you. When it goes into your flesh and your faith and becomes life, then you are a living example. You're an epistle of God, read of all men. You won't have it like Christ, not the fullness because it's divided up. On the day of Pentecost, you people who believe you have to speak in tongues to have the Holy Ghost, won't you listen to this just a minute? When the Holy Ghost came down upon the day of Pentecost, it was tongues of fire. That was a pillar of fire that led the children of Israel, had separated itself and it was up on each one of them, God in His church. Amen. Yes sir, the Holy Ghost. Amen. That's right. That's where they received the Holy Ghost. When they spoke in tongues, it wasn't unknown tongues. They were speaking to people out there who understood them. Amen. The gospel must go out at that time. Amen. They went out into the audience and then out into the courts and began to speak with languages. Not unknown. You get the cart before the horse when you think you have to speak with unknown tongues. Amen. No, sir. They spoke with languages that Amen. people understood. Every man. How were we ever man in our own tongue where Amen. we were born? Amen. The act of God sending forth the Holy Amen. Ghost. So much for that. This Word of God is sharper than a two-edged sword, even a discerner of the thoughts of the heart. And what? It can only be handled by one hand. A sword is dominant. It, it has nothing in it unless it's handled by a hand. Amen. And when a hand of faith can pick up God's Word, it'll do the same thing Jesus did. Amen. The works that I do shall you do also. Amen. Maybe you can cut this a little. Maybe you've got a weak hand of faith. You can cut enough off to say, well, I can see enough daylight to see Him saved. But what about the other promises? You've got a strong hand of faith. Pick up the full Word of God and cut right on to every darkness. Amen! Amen. amen. Until the tall light of God shines in. Uh, you look face to face with God standing on His Word. Amen. amen. Mm. She had many hindrances, this poor little woman did. She had many hindrances, but her faith didn't have any. No, no. She had heard. Faith had took a hole. She heard, and her faith had took a hole. Now, they might have said this to her. You know, you're a Greek. You know, you'll never get nothing because of the segregation, you see. You'll never get nothing. But did she pay attention to that? No, sir. She had faith, and that faith was all she needed because she knew that that was the Word of God standing there. She had faith. Some of them might have said to her like this, but wait a minute. Her own nation, her own church might have said, now wait a minute. The days of miracles is past. Don't you go down there. The days of miracles is past.' But... Something there about faith. It has a source that don't pay attention to that. They just don't notice it. She done picked up that word. He is the word. She had faith to hold it. She walked on. They might have laughed at it. Say, said, well, everybody else is going to laugh at you because your daughter will be just as sick. Next year she is this year. She'll still have that devil. She'll be just as sick. But she didn't pay attention to that. Faith had a hold. See? You'll be put out of your church if you ever go there, one of that. Oh, just remember, they'll put you out there, excommunicate you. That didn't mean anything to her. Faith went on over the top of that. Amen. She was determined to get to Jesus. Amen. That's it. Now, to save time, when we could take a text of each one of those and stay with it. But now to save time, when she got to Jesus, she still got a disappointment. Her, herself, but not her faith. Amen. When she got to Jesus, he said, I'm not sent to your race. What a flat rejection. I'm not sent to you people. Just think the one that she thought she had so much faith in and he turned her down. I'm not sent to you people. I'm only sent to Israel. You're a Gentile. I'm not even sent to you. And besides, you're nothing but dogs. That didn't bother that faith. Just kept moving on. <laughs> yes. Said I'm a sent to the lost sheep of Israel. Now, if that would have been one of us, oh my, that would have been it. Your denomination is nothing to it. He talk about my denomination, I'll never hear him again. There you are. Go ahead. Amen. You'll never get nothing. Amen. That's stay at that word. Where that word is, you go right with it. Faith and anchored. Some of them might have said, well, now, I'll tell you what. They'll laugh at you. They're going to put you out of your church. Let them put me out. It's all right. Amen. Jesus said, I'm not sent to your race. I never come for you people at all. And you're nothing but dogs. Not meat for me to take the children's bread and cast it over to you dogs. What if that had been one of you Methodists, one of you Baptists, Presbyterians, one of you Pentecostals? Whoo my. you said, well, that imposter! I'll tell Dr. so-and-so and so-and-so he was right. Yeah. Uh, See, you ain't got no faith. She knowed there laid help. She'd heard. Amen. Faith cometh by hearing. Hearing what? The Word. She knew there was something real there. Yes. Still, she held on. No matter what she... He said, now remember, I'm not sent to you. The Father never sent me to you Gentiles. You bunch of dogs. You think I'd take the children's bread and cast over to you bunch of unworthy dogs? I'm not sent to you. But still her faith held right on. Brother, she was not a hothouse plant. (laughs) Had to be babied and petted around like some of the crop of the day. (laughs) Oh, my. Well, I'll never go again. That's all there is to it. (laughs) Oh, my. No wonder you can't hold that sword of faith. No wonder you compromise on the words. You go somewhere where you can hear some kind of a little sissy fight, something put together. You little hothouse plant, you the first little bug strikes you, kills you. (laughs) Have to be sprayed all the time. (laughs) Oh, don't believe that stuff. The days of miracles is past. It's a devil spray. Amen. Amen. Tenderfoot. She wasn't, brother, she was sturdy. <laughs> she was really had something. She held on. What'd she do? She admitted he was right. She always and real true faith, listen, whether it cuts your organization or not, it'll admit the truth. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, Yes, sir. The truth, the faith, if you have faith and it's a word of God and a promise of God, no matter what the others say, you believe it, you admit it. Amen. She said, that's a truth, Lord. I'm a Greek. I'm unworthy. I ain't a, I'm ain't. a dog. I'm not. Un, I, I'm unworthy of anything. But I'm only after the crumbs. <laughs> Amen. I'm a crumb hunter myself, aren't you? Amen. I just Amen. want the crumbs, Lord. I can't have a church like they did on the day of Pentecost. If I can't, Lord, let me just have the crumbs that fall. Peter said on the day of Pentecost, this is that. I've always said, if this isn't that, I'll just keep this till that comes. (laughs) I'll just keep this until that appears. This is the word. When somebody, I don't, I, I, I may not have enough faith to go like Enoch and take an afternoon stroll and walk up home with God. But I'll tell you one thing, I'll never stand in anybody's way that has that much faith. Yes sir. He's got it. Praise God. I'm so thankful for it. Let that word anchor in there. I hope it anchors in me like that. When death becomes, I see a road open yonder. Just walk out right on out. Amen. That's right. Yes sir. Oh, so I'm just to to the crumbs, but you try to tell some of these modern people today, just take the crumbs. Oh no, if they can't have first place, they don't want nothing at all. You'll either come down to me like Naaman was with his leprosy. You'll come down and you strike your hands over me and you'll tell me all these different things and so forth. Or I just don't believe it at all. <laughs> That's the way. Or I just won't go back no more. That's the reason you don't get nothing. You've got to be willing to take crumbs. Do you hear it? Amen. Take the crumbs, my brother. Amen. Take the crumbs, my sister. Regardless of what he gives you, just receive it. Say, God, thank Thank you. I just got a little bit of faith, but I'm sure i to hold of that and thank you for it. I believe that I can be made well. Lester, I believe the Word of God is right. I'm going to hold right on to this and I'm going to be well. You watch what happens. Just take the crumb. Amen. At least a little crumb. Amen. Sure. Remember, she had never seen a miracle. She's a heathen. She'd never seen Him perform any miracles. She'd never known that He was God. She'd never known it only was by hearing. But when she got there, perhaps, and seen something that He had done, that was different. See, they hear him say, well, you know, the, in their Bible it says, the Lord will raise up a prophet and He'll perform miracles and know the secrets of the heart and tell the people these things and great things will take place. Is that so? She'd never see it done, but she believed it anyhow. There you go. There you go. I think of Rahab the harlot. She had never seen Israel, but she heard. And she hid the spies, denied her own, her own church, her own people and everything else and hid the spies because she heard. She said, wait till I hear Joshua preach sometime. Let me draw my conception after hearing preach. Let me see God open up the Red Sea somewhere. Or let me see Him do something like that. Then maybe I would have hid you all if I'd seen something like that. She didn't wait for that. She says, I believe we have heard. We have heard! Oh God! I heard, I know that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I know that He's God manifested in the flesh. I know that He lives today in His church. I know that He's here now. I know I know that wasn't my picture He had taken. I know it was His. I know that's the same pillar of fire with us today because He's doing the same works, the same signs, the same wonders, the same things that He did. It's the same pillar of fire. led Israel, when Jesus, anybody that knows your Bible, know that He was the angel of the covenant. The angel that went before them into the wilderness didn't Christ, uh, Moses esteemed the reproach of Christ greater treasures than that of Egypt. Followed a pillar of fire out into the wilderness. Jesus, when he was, that pillar of fire was made manifest. He said, I come from God and I go to God. Yes. He went back to the Father. Then after his death, burial, and resurrection and ascension, Paul, Saul, it was then on of Tarsus, on the road down to Damascus, was struck down by that same pillar of fire. Felt nobody else saw it. All of them standing around, they didn't see it, but Saul saw it. And a boy said, Saul, Saul, why persecute thou me? He said, who are you, Lord? He said, I'm Jesus. See, I come from God. I go to God. Yeah. Now, if I told you that the life of John Dillinger is in me, you expect me to have big guns out here to shoot you. I told you the life of an artist is in me, you expect me to paint the picture of an artist. Listen, church. I'm not scolding you. Look. If the life of Christ is in the church, it'll do the... If the Holy Spirit is in the church. If this pillar of fire, the sign, I taking the picture of and so forth that we see here in the church all the time. If that is the Spirit of Christ, it'll do the works of Christ. Amen. Jesus said, If you can't believe me, be the, believe the works that I do. They are the ones that testify of me. Amen. If the Holy Ghost is still real, then the Holy Ghost will testify for Himself. Amen. Believe the works of the Holy Spirit. There's been a lot of make belief and put on You expect that. God said it would come. Well, what's it trying to do? If there's a bogus dollar, it's got to be made off of a real one. You've seen people claim to have the Holy Spirit and live in adultery and drink and everything else. They haven't got it. They're kind of impersonated. But there's a real genuine somebody's got it. Got the Holy Spirit. and God confirms His words with signs following. Harlot heard. She believed it. Ah, this woman, this Ethiopian woman, she believed also this Greek. She said, Lord. First she said, Thou Son of David. A Gentile has no hold on Christ but the Son of David. That was to King David, the race of Jews. He never paid any attention to her. But when she turned and said, Lord, help me. Amen. That got him. He was her Lord. Not a son of David, but he was her Lord. Amen. Lord, help me. That caught him and she he turned around Said it's true that dogs eat the scraps from the master's table. That is true. Look what? That woman had the right approach to God's gift. Amen. What did she say? He said she approached it right. He disgraced her. He said, you're, I'm not sent to you. You're dogs in your generation. Your races are nothing but dogs. I'm not sent to you. She said, it's truth, Lord. There's the word. Amen. Stay with the word. Faith will always recognize the word. But the dogs eat the crumbs under their master's table. That got him. Lord, help me. He turned. And he said, for this saying, old woman, great is your faith. And for this saying, the devil's left your daughter. What? She got what? She approached God's gift in the right way. you got to approach the. And remember, that was the first Gentile that ever had a miracle performed on him by the son of David. Remember, that was the first miracle performed to a Gentile. That's right, this healing of the, of the open woman. That's right. She had the right approach to God's gift. Faith amidst the Word is right, reverent, humble. See, you know, I go around and say, hmm, I don't believe that stuff. If our catechism doesn't say it, hmm, I don't see. No matter what your catechism says, you put the catechism or anything else above the Word of God, the Word of God's right. Amen. Everything else is a lie. See, and she come reverently, peacefully, reverently, humbly. you got to be humble. The way up is down, always. He that humbles himself shall be exalted, but he that exalts himself shall be Amen. up in bed. Look at Martha that day. Oh, I know I'm keeping you a long time, but I, I'll pay it up sometime before you make a real short one. Listen, I just got a few more things to say. Just now, I'll go. Hope I'm not wearing your patience no. out. No. No. Martha, she was very had very much pres- pers- perseverance in the presence of Jesus. Look, she come up there and she said, Lord, I remember she sent for him to come pray for her brother and he didn't do it. Now, John, In John 5, 18, Jesus said, uh, John 5, 19, I believe it is. Jesus said when he passed through the, Bethesda uh, pool there, and he saw, he know a man had an infirmity for 38 years. Look, about 2,000 people stand there. Waterhead babies, lame, blind, halt, withered, twisted up. Jesus passed through the pool, looked all around, full of love, full of compassion. See, we don't know what love means. We take it on the human side. Full of compassion. Sure, you're talking of human compassion. Real compassion is do the will of God. Amen. There it is. Oh, I wouldn't say nothing to him because he's a good boy. He, he he drinks, he does this. He needs Christ. I wouldn't say to him because he's belonged to that church a long time. But I wouldn't name divine healing to him. Oh, brother, you don't know what compassion is. Jesus passed through there. He knowed the will of God. Remember, he had just he just raised up a dead man. And remember what taking place here. He passed through that pool. There, going by the side of this pool, there was mothers with little babies. They were trying to wait for the angel of the Lord to trouble the waters. He walked on by there. He went to a man who had an infirmity. He said, let's say a prostrate trouble. He'd had it 38 years. He was retired and it wasn't going to kill him. He said, will thou be made whole? Why not this blind, blamed, blind, halt, withered? He said, will thou be made whole? See, he know just where to go. God, the Word, let him. Now he said, will thou be made whole? He said, sir, I have no one to put me in the pool. He could walk, so when I'm coming down, and somebody else beats me in. He said, take up your bed and go in your house. He was questioned. And they brought Jesus to the court to question him. And if he'd done that same thing today, he'd be questioned. Yeah, right? Yeah, he left 2,000. What about them? I know old brother so-and-so down there, sister so-and-so. She's a good woman. Been there for 20 years. If there's any God about him, he would have went down and done that. That same old devil says the same thing. That if thou be, if this be, if that is. Same old devil. See, Same old thing. So these Pharisees was questioning him up there about these things. Barely, barely, I say unto you, the Son can do nothing in Himself but what He sees the Father doing. Amen. He, he's had a vision. The vision showed him, What I see the Father doing, that doeth the Son likewise. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yeah, wow. See, the same God. Now, Martha, in His presence, she was standing there. She said, Lord, if Thou would have been here. Now, why didn't He come? Because the Father had showed Him a vision. That Lazarus was going to die. Now look, they sent, he went to another city. He sent again, he went to another city. Then finally he said, Lazarus sleepeth. Oh, they, that's terms that he had. There's no death to a Christian, we know that. Oh, he said, if he sleeps, he does well. Taking a rest, said, but he's dead. Told him in their language. But I go waking. <laughs> yeah. Walks up to where she was. Oh, I can see this. Come into the city. I hear the Jews say, aha, uh-huh. there's the divine healer. <laughs> They left their church, everything else to follow him. And when a real case come on, even his friend, he slipped out of town, said, nice, he's come back. Jesus walked on. But little Martha, something down in her heart. She's always kind of dilatory. She wanted to keep the house clean and everything. And Mary listened to the word, but this is where she showed her color. She slipped right out and went down there. She, you know what I believe? She'd read about that Shunammite woman. Shunammite, you know, in the Bible. Now, what'd she say? She went out, she said, Lord, that's what he was. It looked like she had a right to a him. Say, why didn't you come? Why will not we believe now? You really are Holy Lord. Hey? That miracle wouldn't happen. Amen. That's the reason it can't happen today. Oh, he shared his spirit for him—not that you see, but what his spirit with his word. Hey? Amen. Oh, sure. You pray for a revival and breaks out in the church. Something or take place. Somebody holler, glory to God, hallelujah. You close the church. Yeah. Don't know what a revival is. Christ comes to church and then you don't even make him welcome. Amen. Perform a miracle and heal somebody and say, well, it might have been telepathy. No wonder he can't deal among you. No wonder the lady I see at church is on the outside knocking, trying to get back in his own church. Amen. That's the age we're in now. These denominations have turned him out until he's on the outside trying to get back in. That's right. Put out. Now, we find it. Martha walked up to him and said, Lord, if thou would have been here, my brother not died. But even now, whatever you ask God, God will give it to you. Amen. Watch me he test it her. He said, Thy brother shall rise again. He said, Yes, Lord, he's a good boy. He'll come up in the general resurrection. He'll rise the next day. He said, I am the resurrection life. That put the test. A man standing there saying, He's the only man that ever lived. The only man that ever will live that could say that. The Son of God. He said, I am the resurrection life. The Bible says no beauty. We should look at him. Probably with his little shoulder stooped down, turning gray. When he's 30 years old, he's judged to be 50. He said, you're only 50 years old. And say that you've seen Abraham. Now we know you're crazy. See? His work brought him down. He said, before Abraham was, I am. Yeah. Man, they didn't know it. Yeah. There he was. Enveiled in, in, in human flesh. He said, I yeah. am the resurrection and life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Oh, praise yeah. the Lord. Whosoever liveth in, liveth in me shall never die. Leave us out of this. She said, "Yea, Lord. <laughs> I believe that you are the Son of God that was to come into the world. Where have you buried Him? i got a little thing here that I've always said. You know, uh, I hope if I hurt anybody's feelings, I don't do it meaningly. A Christian science woman told me one time. She said, Brother Bram, you brag too much on Jesus. I said, oh, no, no. I said, I don't brag half enough. Wish I had some more language I could brag him with. And she said, well, you make him God. I said, he was God. He's still God. He'll forever be God. She said, he was a mortal. He was a man. I said, he was both man and God. She said, I'll prove to you he's only a mortal man by your own Bible. I said, let me hear you do it. She said, St. John, the 11th chapter. Jesus went to the grave of Lazarus. He wept. I said, is that your scripture? She said, Yes. I said, sister, I don't mean this sacrilegious. This is no place for jokes, but I just said it for her. I said, that's thinner than the broth made out of a shadow of a chicken and starved to death. I said, Well, you know good and well that it couldn't be such a thing as that. I said, Let me tell you something. Here he goes, stoop shouldered. Crying. He weeps with you when you weep. He feels your pains. He's a high priest who can be touched by the feeling of your infirmity. Weeping, going down to the grave. Knowing what the father had told him. For he said he did nothing till the father showed him. There he was, see. Amen. Glory is going to raise him, but he could weep humanly with humans. Amen. Going to the grave weeping. But when he stood there, oh man, to take away the stone. Amen. Said he's stinking. His nose done fell in 72 hours, see, four days a night. See, his face has fell in. He's corrupt he's rotten. Said, take away the stone. He stood back there and said, Father, I thank you. You always hurt me, but I, I just said this. He already told him. He said, I just say this for these to stand by. Amen. Lazarus, come forth. Amen. Hey, man, and a man had been dead four days, stood on his feet and lived again. That was more than a man. That was more than a man. Amen. Sure was. That was more than a man that come down off of the mountain one night hungry, looking for something to eat. He was a man. He was hungry for something to eat. But when he took five fish or five biscuits and two fish and fed five thousand, that was more than a man. That's right. It's true. Yes, sir. He was a man when he was laying in the back of that boat that night so tired, virtue gone from him, preaching and healing and a devil come up and probably 10,000 devils of the sea said, we'll drown him now. He's asleep like he did Paul out there in the storm. We got him now. We got him trapped. He's asleep. We'll sink that ship. And the devil blowing his breeze across her and it's bouncing up and down like that. The waves didn't even wake him up. He was a man laying back there tired asleep. sleep but when he wants to rouse, full oh, go wake Jesus. Put his foot. Oh, church, that's what you ought to do. Wish I had some time. I'd preach now, see, on that. He put his foot up on the braille of the boat, looked up and said, Peace, be still. Amen. And the waves and the winds obeyed him. That was more than a man. Took God to do that. Yeah, he'd cried on the cross for mercy. That's right. Thirsted at the cross. He died like a man, but on Easter morning when the angel rolled away the stone and a man oh, had been glory. dead. Conquered both death, hell and the grave come forth triumph over death, hell and the grave. said, I'm He that was dead and alive forevermore. That was more than a man. That was God in that man. Yes, sir. Faith never denies His truth. Oh, such as saying the pillar of fire, that wasn't right. And the miracles of Moses wasn't right. It always did. No matter how ridiculous it is, it stays right exactly with the Word. Exactly. Oh, you can be, you can be perseverant. You can be persistent whenever you really get a hold of God's word, when you hold to it, like Micah was. Micah right there went 400 prophets to stand there saying, say, go on up Ahab, go on up. Micah knew that his vision was according to the word of God. Yes. He spoke the word anyhow. Amen. They said, we'll slam you in a prison and give you waters of sorrow and bread of sorrow. He said, slam me in if you want to. What was he? He was persistent. He knowed the word of God. He knowed the will of God. He saw a vision. He knowed what it was. A vision come from God because the vision's compared with God's word. Amen. Today every believer uh, has to fight. And you have to fight too. A man here sometime ago was telling me he said he went to said, you know, a, a little bitty devil about that big stood up before me one time in a dream. He said that devil said, Boop. He said, Every time I jumped back, he got bigger and I got littler. He said the first thing said boom. And I jumped back and he, every time he go boo, boo, jump at him, said he'd get back, get back, get back. Said he got bigger than I was. And said, I know they had to fight him, so I, I didn't find that, so I just picked up my Bible and I, he went boo, I went boo too. Said he got to get little. That's right. That's what you have to do. Amen. Take the word of God. You don't have to say boo, but say thus saith the Lord. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Be persevering. Still the word It's truth. We believe the Word today. We believe it like Micah believed it. We believe it like the rest of them believe No matter how many says it's wrong, it's still true. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. Could any man heal you? No, sir. It's already You've already been healed. Can any man save you? It's already been done. How many believe that? He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquity. Is that right? Right. By His stripes, we were healed. Past tense. Everything that He can do for, He's already done. Now He's set in the church to keep the church in line with the Word. What? Apostles, prophets, teachers, pastors, evangelists, offices of the church, God sent. Not man called. God sent. Inspired man to keep the church lined up. Now, what is it? Gifts of the Spirit in the church. Not a bunch of fanaticism, but truly gifts of the Spirit in the church. That's right. Keeping the church... If a real church was ordained of God really filled with the Holy Spirit, if sin would appear in the church, it would be another like Ananias or Phai. On a real church, I'd like to walk into one. See all the women and men under the power of the Holy Spirit. If somebody had done something wrong, the Holy Spirit rise right up and reveal it. You would have to clean up. That's gifts of the Spirit in the church. Oh, God sent us a church like that. Send us one like that. You believe it. Amen. Christ, is he dead? He's alive. How was he? He said there to the woman. He said when a Pharisee asked him about a sign, he said, Your uh adulterous generation seeketh after a sign. Is that right? Wicked and adulterous. He said, They'll get it. They'll get the sign, that wicked and adulterous. When was there any more a wicked and adulterous generation we got now? When were there more sin? We got more people on the earth right now. They tell us as many people on earth right now that's ever been on the earth since Adam is on the earth right now. This is that wicked and adulterous generation. Homosexuals, perversions, everything on the increase by the thousands and thousands. Churches falling away, heady, high-minded, lover of pleasures, more than lovers of God, truth-breakers, false accusers, incontinent, despisers of those that are good, having a form of godliness, as the Spirit says, and denying the power thereof. From such turn away. See, the Bible said turn away. We're living in that day. Now, remember, there's people goes around and say, I got power to heal you. That guy's telling you a lie. Amen. He has no power to heal you. Christ has already done it. Talk about confession of sins and so forth. Some priest or minister forgiving forgiven your sins. No, sir, your sins are already forgiven. When Christ died on the cross, He said, it's finished. What? The complete plan. Everything. Christ did it at the cross. You are already saved. Every sinner is saved. But it will never do you any good until you accept it. You get down there at the altar, scream, cry, until you get gray-headed and your hairs fall out. It will never do any good until you believe, believe, that Christ died in your stead and you, you died of propitiation for your sins Amen. and you accept Him as your Savior, then salvation comes to you. Amen. Same thing by healing. He was wounded for our transgressions with His strength to heal. There's only one thing that Christ could do today to show that He is. First thing is you've got to believe upon the basis of His Word. Amen. That's exactly right. The truth of the Word. But Jesus said, the works that I do. Now, he never said i heal anybody. If Jesus said, "It's not me that doeth the works; it's my Father that dwelleth in me," Amen. now if Jesus wouldn't take the name of a divine healer, <laughs> what about some poor ignorant Ramus like me or somebody else, or anybody else, and try to be a divine healer? How can he be a divine healer when it's already everybody could be healed? Already healed. Amen. You have to accept it, believe it. Amen. Now, is it truth? That's what we want to know. Amen. Is it truth? Yes. Now. If you couldn't take my word, you just have to go. Or your, I couldn't take your word, it would have to go. But God's not that way. He sends gifts into the church. Apostles. What is an apostle? A missionary. A missionary is a word. A missionary means one that's sent. An apostle means one that's sent. A prophet, that's a seer. A pastor, a teacher, evangelist, all those things. They rightly divide the Word of God, bring it down, and then... the. The gifts of the Spirit to work in the church, to confirm the Word, to show that Jesus Christ lives in the church. Now, we are all acquainted. This is just our church group. I don't know if there's any. I'm not here too much to know where the visitors are, where they're not visitors, and so forth. But friends, today, you people that sick now, if there was anything to do to help you, I'd do it. If I noticed somebody here sick, especially this sister here I see on the cot. If I know there was something that I could do, like take and push a quarter with my nose down around the city block, around, I'd do it. I'd get right out there and say, don't pull no umbrella over me. If it's raining, just let me push. I want to show God I'm sincere. Uh, that wouldn't do any good. I've been in Africa and know where they lay on spikes in India and all kind of things doing sacrifices to gods and give their children to crocodiles and everything else. That that's sincerity, but a man can sincerely take carbolic acid for medicine. See, you you got this thing. It's truth is what we want to know, and God testifies of His truth. He that believeth in me, the works that I did, shall he do. Hebrews thirteen eight. Jesus Christ is saying, "What would He be if you look for Him today?" If I tell you Christ is in me, Christ is in you, what can we look for? Would you look for a man with his collar turned around and so, no, no, he didn't act like that. He dressed like the rest of the people. Amen. If you had scars in his hand, any man could make scars in his hand. Amen. Prince of thorns they've got dozens of them across the country now. Impersonators and blood and fire and smoke and everything. That ain't, that ain't the word! No. no, no, The works that I do! Amen. Jesus said, if you can't believe me, believe the works that I do, they are testify to me. Amen. They're the ones who tells you I am. Now let's pray just a moment. Have your request on your heart. Heavenly Father, I know this has been rude and hard. I pray thee to be merciful. I don't mean you know my heart, Lord. But I just pray that you help me now. I pray that you'll let these words, they're over there broke up and cut up and, and not like a minister should do, Lord. And me here, uneducated, don't know how to speak to people, but all I know is this, you promised if I'd open my mouth, you'd fill it. That's been 31 years. I've trusted you in that. So Father, somewhere, maybe some of the people's collected a few words, Some that's sick, or those that needs Christ. Uh, they're, they're out there somewhere. They they need you, Lord. And I hope that something's been said that'll raise their faith in your promises. I pray that you'll grant that blessing. Now, while we have our heads bowed, is there those in here who doesn't know Christ as Savior would say, Brother Branham, I, I wouldn't want to die like this. I, I'm not fit to die. If I die, I'd be lost. I haven't been born again. I, I certainly covet your prayer just now. Pray for me. I'm a sinner. Just raise your hand up, will you? Say, God bless you, 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 you. God bless you. Read, mean that from your heart. God bless you. A dozen or two hands in this little group of people here. This little handful of people here. About a hundred or two, something like that. And here's a dozen hands. Right where you are. The altars are set full of children. There's no way for me to bring you up to the altar. But right where you are, pray with me. Heavenly Father, I'm bringing to you these people that raise their hands. I believe in deep sincerity they did it. Let them know that they broke every rule of science right there. Science proves that our arms has to hang down because the gravitation of the earth keeps us down. But it shows that there was a spirit in them that has control, a power of that arm, that they lifted it towards the creator that made them. That shows right there it could not be scientifically proven because of spirit... The only knowing it's a faith we believe in it. And here a spirit has come to them and told them to raise up their hands that they want to be saved. Now, Father God, I'm, re- I'm quoting your promises. Lord Jesus Christ said when he was here on earth, No man can come to me except my father draws him first. And all that the father has given me will come to me. He that heareth my words and believeth on him that sent me has eternal life. He that eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life and I'll raise him up at the last day. These are promises. Now these people could not have raised their hands unless there was a spirit there that told them they were wrong. They could not have done this unless you had foreordained them. All that the Father hath, hath past tense, given me will come. We're predestined. The eternal life. Those that He foreknew, He has called. Those who He has called, He has justified. Those that He has justified, He has glorified. Already in the sight of God, it's just the great vision of God going along being fulfilled. These people, before the foundation of the world, you who are infinite, know the meeting this morning, and knew they would raise their hands, and now they've raised their hands. That's all I know to go by, Lord. It's Your Word. Then in the name of Jesus Christ, I give you these. Let's raise our hands. As trophies of your word. Keep them, O Lord God. No one can pluck them from your hand. Give them eternal life. May they find the church or stay right here this morning and be baptized or the remission of their sins or a confession of their faith. May they, when they come up out of the water, like the Holy Spirit in the beginning moved up on the water, may the Holy Spirit be there to fill their hearts and souls. Grant it, Lord. May they live godly all the days of their life. And be presented as trophies, as gems in your crown at that name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we ask that. Amen. The Lord bless you. Now, I really should have been gone an hour ago. But now, we're going to call a prayer line. Wait, is there any prayer cards out? Has anybody got prayer cards? Where is Billy? Is Billy around? one to fifty. He said he'd give out fifty prayer cards. <clears throat> uh, now we can't. There's too many standing. I, will you all give us just a few moments' time now? If you now, what all I've said? Just just a moment. I know the dinner won't scorch. Amen. Wait a minute. This is more. This is better than dinner. Amen. It should be the Amen. Listen, friends. I want to ask you this question before I say this. Why do we go to church, for? Amen. What's it all about? If there is no resurrection of the dead, if there is no resurrection, then let's eat, drink, and be merry. For we're nothing but logs, dogs, and so forth anyhow. We don't believe that. We know that there's a living God. Amen. Certainly. Well, if He's the living God, I want to ask you something. Then these words that I said, you might agree with me, you might not agree with me. But if you do agree with me, then yet you, you can still question that until you see it manifested. Amen. Amen. Right? If it's God's Word, God has to keep His Word. And if He doesn't keep it, well, then it isn't God's. Then I, I've been a false... I've been a, I made a false manifestation. I, I've been a false prophet. But if God said so, God keeps His Word. Amen. Then if God keeps His Word, one word, you can be perseverant then. You can hold on to your promise and keep it. Is that right? Amen. Now, look, did I tell you I could heal you? No, sir. I couldn't tell you I could save you. No more than you were saved then. I believe you're saved. You couldn't raise your hand without God telling you to. Now, there's water here if so you can be baptized anytime you wish to. If you want to be baptized by your in your own church, go right ahead. Whatever you We don't have membership here at all. So we're just we're just a chapel here. Our good pastor here, Brother Neville, is a Methodist. And um he's here just we're in a denomination. We anybody's welcome. We just have congregation comes in, we preach, pray for the sick. We believe in making disciples of Christ, not organizing nothing. See, I don't believe in that. No, sir. Now you want to argue? You want your organization? Go right ahead. That's that's perfectly all right. But don't you depend on it? Don't you trust in it? No, sir. You go there for fellowship, but you trust in God. Amen. Now, now, here's one thing: if Christ still lives, Amen. now let's take one little scripture again. Now, we want to be sure. Now it's all clear. Uh, a little thing I was going to say a while ago. He said, "A wicked and adulterous generation would." Would get a sign. And that was a sign of Jonah, the resurrection. Is that right? Yeah. How many believe that's the truth? I just want to see everybody. Yeah. That. that wicked, do you believe this is a wicked, adulterous generation? Yeah. Well, what would be the sign of Jonah? Would be the resurrection of Christ. Is that right? The resurrection of Christ would prove to this wicked generation that Christ still is, which he'd been raised now for 2,000 years. So it would be the evidence of the resurrection. Well, there's many of us Protestants across the country don't believe in the physical resurrection. Hundreds of churches don't believe in that, the physical return or anything. See, I believe in the literal birth, death, burial, resurrection, second coming, all of Christ Amen. Jesus. Amen. Yes, Amen. I believe in He's fully Christ, the same Jesus. Take it up, the same Jesus will return. And I believe in the person of the Holy Ghost. He's here now. His Spirit, His life Amen. moving in the church. Right, now, if this be of Christ, I'm going to personalize this. I hope you don't, you don't take it like that. I'm going to personalize this. Now, by a gift that was given, which this in Washington, this light hangs, the pillar of fire that's been vindicated for years around the world and so forth. Now, if that spirit is in here, then it'll if it's the spirit of Christ, it'll do the works of Christ. Amen. Now that's scripture. Amen. That's right. If that word has come, then this word that I've told you this morning is the truth because Christ wouldn't come in me like I don't, I don't make fun of you Catholic people, but you saying it's the spirit of Peter was in your church back there. You think a Jew would put up idols? You think a Jew would deny the Holy Ghost and make a little piece of wafer laying on an altar where mice and rats would pick it up? And you go by saying that's God? What's the matter? You know that's not God. The Holy Ghost is God coming down from heaven. A spirit. You prostrate yourself before idols trying to hypnotize your life into that. You are the idol. God brings His Spirit into you, and you're His living representative. See, God's in you. Reconciling the world to Himself. Now, we're going to call the prayer line. Where did you say, give from 1 to 50? Let's begin. Let's start at 1. So, what's that? All right, we'll just have to call a few time calls. Let's see, let's just call about 8 or 10 at a time. Who has prayer card number one? Now, don't... It raises your numbers call because it's not arena now. This is church. All right. What's that? A. A, number one. Who has it? Would you come right here, lady? Or right along here somewhere? Or just right here. Stand right here in front of the altar. A, number two. Who has number two? Prayer card number two. Now, hold your hand quickly so we, we all right, get right behind the lady. If you number three? Number three? Well, sister, you can't get up so we just lay there and I'll come pray for you right there. Number four? A, number four. Raise up your hand. A, number four. Number four. Oh, she is way, way back. Way back. Way, way back. All right. See, they just come down here and anybody wants them. They mix these cards up and hand them out to people like this where you want them. We don't know. All right. Number four. Come here, lady. Number five. Who has number five? Prayer card number five. Would you raise up your hand quickly? Now we can't take much time now. You're going to miss your turn. Number five. Number six. All right, number seven. Uh, Now let's see. Let 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 the rest of them come. We get these in this way. Number eight, prayer card number eight. Who has number eight? Are you prayer card eight, lady? You have eight. All right, raise your hand so I can see. See Number nine. Who has number nine? All right, that's fine. Number ten, prayer card number ten. Who has number ten? Would you raise your hand, everyone? All right. I'm sorry. All right, this man over here. All right, sir, come over here. Number eleven. Number eleven. Please raise your hand. Number eleven. Don't receive the card unless you go to use it, friends. Because if you, you you, must, you, 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 if you get up and go out and, and don't use your prayer card, then you, then you, you, you shouldn't do that. Number eleven. Number twelve. All right. Right over here, sister. Go right back around the back. Number thirteen. Right on there. Number fourteen. Number 15, that's good, that's the way to do it. Number 16, now you're, good. number 17, just take your places back there. 17, let's see how many more we got now. Come around that way if you will, brother, so we're getting mixed up over here. Number 17, number 18, 19, 20, 20, alright. I think that just about make it right there for a, for a little bit. Amen. Let's see how we get down here in the line with, see, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. Well, let's see about them. and see how many is in there. Number 25. Now believe we're just going to be about crowded out there, don't you think so? 25. Okay. 25. 25. All right, now we got another twenty-five coming. This is as soon as this this bunch is over, we got another twenty-five coming. All right, twenty-five. All right, now let's see them. How many in here that's got prayer cards? How many in here hasn't got prayer cards? And you still you want God to heal you? Raise up your hands. Bleep. If you got you ain't got prayer cards, but you want God to heal you, raise up your hand. Now while they're getting those lined up, give me your attention now, because if you miss this now, you you won't know what to do. I we going to take our time for me. Just take your time. Now don't be in a hurry. I have to get quiet myself because the Holy Spirit and these kind of things wouldn't anoint and that way of doing. Now, how many in this room or this prayer line standing here that knows that, that I know some of these people? I believe I do. I know I know this lady right here. This lady here, uh, uh she comes to your church, can't call her name. Baker. Baker. Uh huh. I know her. I'm not sure. I don't. I believe this big, tall fellow standing right here. I believe I know him. I don't know his name, but I've seen him here. Well, anyhow, each one of you in the line, and each one of you out in the audience that's sick, that knows that I do not know nothing about you. Raise your hand. No, I don't know. Yes, i don't know nothing about you. I'm a stranger. Now let's see the prayer line again. Raise up your hand. Know that I don't know nothing about. What's wrong with you now? All right, just about 100%, I think. All right, and in the audience now. Now, you raise up your hands, you that's sick, and raise up your hand, and you'll say, uh, You don't know me or nothing about me. See, there's a lot of people here. I come in and out, and some people I know, and some I don't know. See, and I, I don't know. But uh, them that I do know, I wouldn't know what was wrong with them. Now, I want to ask you something. Now, if I look, there was a little woman, you people it won't be in the prayer line, see. You people that won't be in the prayer line. Now, there was a little woman one time and she wasn't going to be in the prayer line either. And she had a blood issue. But she believed that that was a godly person. Now, listen close now. Don't miss it. She believed that Jesus was the Christ. And she said, if I can only touch the hem of His garment. Now, she didn't have any Scripture for that. No more than just maybe like Elijah taking taking his staff and laying on a child or something. See, or touching Elijah's bones after he was dead. But she believed that if she touched him, she'd get what she asked for. She slipped through the crowd and reached over. Now, if anybody's ever in Palestine, they have an underneath garment and a top garment, and it swings loose. That's the reason have feet washing and things, the dust picks up from their feet. And she touched the board of his garment. Now, if she touched my coat like that, I wouldn't feel it, and it hangs right close to me. But she touched down at the hem, the border, which probably is that far from his feet or his body. She touched the board of his garment and went back and sat down or whatever she did. Jesus stopped and didn't remember all the crowd had their arms. Hello, Rabbi. Glad to see you. Are you the prophet? Or, uh, we're glad to see you. Oh, you hypocrite. You're a fine man. Oh, yes, different expressions. Now listen real close. Now, this little woman, she touched his garment and she went back because she is satisfied. She touched God. Jesus stopped and said, Who touched me? Peter rebuked him said, Oh, it's was touching. Why do you say a thing like that? He said, But I perceive that I've gotten weak. Virtue's gone from me. He looked all around over the audience until he found that little woman. And he told her about her blood issue and it had stopped. Is that right? Amen. Now, Now, hold that. Now, you say amen to that. That means so be it. Now, notice. Now, does the Bible say to you Christian readers that Jesus Christ now is a high priest that can be touched by the feeling of our infirmities. Amen. How many knows the Bible says that? Amen. Well, if he's the same yesterday and forever, wouldn't he act the same way he did then? Amen. Well, then if you sitting out there would touch him up there, and if I be his representative, his voice here now, wouldn't he say the same thing that he did? then? Doesn't that sound in Scripture? Isn't it right? See? How you know you touched him if you didn't act the same? See? The works that I do sure you do also. All right. Now, you without the prayer cards, you just pray and say, Lord Jesus, I didn't get here in time to get a prayer card, but I'm praying to you and I believe what this man said is the truth. So I, will you please just let me touch your garment, Lord Jesus. You're my high priest. I ain't looking to that little bald-headed man standing up on a platform. I'm looking to you and I'm touching you and I'm believing that you're going to make me well. So I'm touching you. You speak to Brother Branham and do the same thing here like you did to that woman and I'm going to believe you with all my heart. Will you do that? How many will do that? Raise your hand. Say, I, I'm going to do it. All right, you just pray. Here's a place to put your faith to work. You believe it. Don't you doubt it. You believe it with all your heart. Amen. And then you in a prayer line. Now, is it which is the first person? this come here. I just stand right there. That's that's good enough. See, stand right there. I believe a while ago you raised your hand. I didn't know you. That's right. We're strangers to one another. All right. Now, I want to ask this audience something. Here's my hands up before God. And she raised her hand that we know one another not. Isn't this a Bible picture of St. John 4 when Jesus met a woman at the well? A man and a woman met for the first time? And what did Jesus do? He went to talking to her. What was He doing? Now, He said the Father, He had need to go up to Jerusalem or up to Samaria. Now see, the, the Jews had seen that sign. For he was a prophet, and he showed the sign of a prophet. And there's, there's only three races of people that's Ham, Sham, and Japheth's people. Now the Jews um, had seen their sign because they were looking for a Messiah. They saw it. Now the Samaritans must see it because they were looking for a Messiah. Not the Gentiles. Not one time did he ever perform that on a Gentile. But he prophesied in the last days, like he did as it was in the days of Noah, and in the days of Lot, when the angel come talk to Lot. Told Sarah what she did in the tent behind me. Jesus said that would repeat again at the last day. How many Bible readers know that? Amen. Now we're in the last days. It's the Gentiles time. If he, see, I said in the beginning of my sermon, if God does anything, makes himself known one time, he's got to remain that way. So how did, how did Nathaniel know he was the son of God? Because that he told him where he was at, something about him. How did this woman know? Look, let's take her conversation. See how much, how much more she know about it than all them preachers down there. She went out there. She might have been a beautiful woman. She's go get a bucket of water. She pulled up the bucket of water. He was a Jew. She was a, a Samaritan. And so pulled up a bucket of water and over against the little panoramic there where the well is still remains. right, at Sychar. So then he's sitting there like that. He said, woman, bring me a drink. She turned around. Now she was a woman of ill fame. You know, she'd been married too many times and said, um, uh, bring me a drink. He, she said, it's not customary for you Jews to ask a Samaritan woman something like that the conversation, see? The father had sent him up there. And I remember he did nothing until the father showed him. See? So now I sent there. So what was he doing? He was trying to find where her trouble was. So she could take a message to that people. Said, um, uh, you want to find her trouble? He said, um, bring me a drink. She said, it's not customary. He said, but if you knew who you were talking to, you'd ask me for a drink. She said, well, the well's deep. You have nothing to draw with. How would you get water out of here? And went ahead talking. This conversation came up about worship at Jerusalem. What was he doing? He's trying to find her spirit to see what was wrong. He found it. You know what it was? She had five husbands. And he said, go get your husband and come here. She said, I don't have any husband. said, you said, well. You said, well. Or uh, uh, you've had five and one you're living with now is not your husband. Now watch. Now she didn't say he's a fortune teller like them preachers did. She didn't say he's Beelzebub. She said, sir, listen, I perceive that you're a prophet. We know when the Messiah cometh, he'll tell us these things. That was a sign of the Messiah. Jesus said, I'm he that talks to you. She ran into the city and said, come and see a man who told me the things that I've done. Isn't this the very Messiah? Well, if that was the sign of the Messiah to the Jews, to the Samaritans, wouldn't it be the sign of the Messiah to the Gentiles? Wouldn't the Messiah then, if he's raised from the dead and living in his church, manifest himself through, would he do the same works when he promised he would do it? Amen. Now me standing here talking to you, I don't know, you've never seen him in my life. See? But if the Lord God will tell me something that you're here for, you know whether it's true or not. See? Tell me something you have done. Something you ought not have done. If he could tell you what's in a, you have done in the past, surely he'd know what the future was. Is that right if he could tell you that? Sure. And if he'll tell me what you're here for, would you believe him to be the son of God and to believe it? How many of the audience will believe that? Yeah, well, me I and this woman here with our hands yeah, up, we, we don't meet, believe. Listen, it. We're a stranger. I have no idea. You know I don't. But you stand there just a stranger to me. But if the Lord God, I'm talking to you to get the Spirit started, to anoint the people, you see, and seeing that it just breaks right through. And I'm just looking at you to see what he will tell me, because I know nothing about it. But if he will tell you something, then you'll know whether it's the truth or not, won't you? Will everybody believe if he do it? Amen. Our Heavenly Father, I can do no more now. It's up to this time. It'll take you from here on, Lord. I've brought the people to your word. That's all I know. You promised these things and take weeks and weeks we can still be on it telling of your promises of these very things for the last days. As there have been all these times around the world, you've never failed us, Lord. I here stands an audience of people I know that one of these visions will make us weak. I realize it. Virtue went out of you, the Son of God, unadulterated Son of God. How much more would it be from me, a sinner saved by your grace? I pray, Father, that you'll let it happen now. That this message this morning will not go unfruitful, but these young converts, maybe 20 or 30 of them, just raise their hands to you that they will be satisfied, Lord, that their God is raised from the dead and He's living forevermore, making Himself known, the very God that knows the secret of the heart and promised in the last days it would take place again. Here we are, the end of time. And the Gentiles has had 2,000 years, just like the Jews did, to learn of God. And now they're getting the same sign and rejecting it, just like the Jews did. The Jews rejected their Messiah because they had it all denominated up. And so have they today, Lord. Done the same thing. But we cannot... Voucher for that. We are only to bear witness, Lord. It's like a sheep. It don't manufacture anything. It bears wool because it's a sheep. Lord God, let us bear the Spirit of God because we are Christians. We believe in You. We believe in the Son of God. Now, Lord, I'm unworthy, but... Take who is worthy. Who is worthy, Lord? None of us. We're all born in sin, shaped in iniquity. Come to the world, speaking lies. Forgive us of our, our filth, Lord. And now use us in this last day that you're dealing with human race. In Jesus' name, amen. I, in the name of Jesus Christ, I take every spirit under here, in here under my control. I be reverent. Not knowing you. Knowing nothing about you. It's a gift. Just the way you pull yourself to before God and empty yourself out. Let Him do the looking. I don't know. But I know He's here. I know He's standing here. Yes, ma'am? Here's your trouble. You want prayer for a cancer. That cancer is on your face. It isn't notice-like, but it's up around your eye. That's right. Raise your hand. I felt that come right in from out there in the audience. She said he guessed that or looked at it on the face. I did not do that. No, no, no. Stand still. I mean sh- Satan, you're wrong. Amen. Stand still, sister. Be getting started. If you get started, then he'll go on a rampage. We rebuke that devil. In the name of Jesus Christ Amen. and put him to shame. Amen. you have more than that wrong with you? Got heart trouble too. Complications, just all nervous condition, been that way for years. That's exactly right. Weary, dreary feelings. and that's, If that's true, raise up your hand. Now you're healed. You're faithful. You can go home now and be well. It's all over. Just go believe me. All you have to do, thank God. You believe? Just stand right there, lady. Look this way. You believe me to be his servant? Can God heal heart trouble? Yes, He can. Or He's healed Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> you believe He healed cancer? Then go back to your seat and say thank you. What if I didn't say one word to you, but just, would you believe, I said you was healed when He came up here in line, would you take my word for it? You are, and there's no need to tell you. You're already healed. I haven't touched a person. You don't you won't have to have an operation if you believe God. You believe it with all your heart, tumor's gone. Go home. Well look this way, sister. You believe me to be his servant? Just a moment. Now as a man keeps appearing before me here, it's got the same thing this woman has somewhere in the audience. And see that light on the picture? That's standing right here. Can't you see that? okay right this man sitting right here you have a prayer card sir young fella I believe you're brother Huff aren't you I just recognize you I don't I don't know what's wrong with you brother Huff you know I don't You believe God can tell me what your trouble is? You have a trouble. You're sitting there believing. You should believe on account of your daughter here recently. You believe, don't you? This woman has arthritis. You do too. If that's right, raise up your hand. Believe with all your heart. You both can be healed. God bless you. Satan thought he'd get by with that man. He missed it. Have faith now. Don't doubt. Now this man here, ever, Brother Huff, you don't have a prayer card, do you, Brother Huff? You are just setting there believing. You watch what happens to you. Just believe now with all your heart. Everybody in prayer. You believe now? I you realize these things. This makes me so weak. I just. You believe with your heart. If I tell you go get well, would you would you take my word for it and believe it? And go and Jesus Christ make you well. Amen. Believe it with all your heart. Amen. You think that God can heal nervousness and make you well? <coughs> Oh, believe it. I believe I, I'm not sure. I thought I know that woman. I wasn't sure. A vision broke over. But I, I stopped it. just looked back the other way. Because I believe I, I know the woman. But I, I wasn't sure. I be reverent. Everybody. Do you believe? Amen. Amen. See, I've got a big long prayer line here. I don't want to stand here. And right now, I preach to you for about two or three hours. But right now, I'm twice as weak as well as all the preaching. See, it's a sap in my life. But these, we can keep talking to people. that would be alright. That don't make a bit of difference. You can stand and talk as long as you want to to people. What, more keeps happening. But I stop so I can save my strength a little bit for others coming in the line. Amen. See what I mean? How many has ever seen it where a lot of times you stop and talk to people. It tells them all about them and about who they are and where they come from? My, you've been to meetings. You see? You know. This, this is the next, you're the next. Uh, alright sir. You believe with all your heart? I sure do. Alright, oh, fine. We are, Believers, right. believe with all of our heart, and not knowing you, the Lord Jesus would tell me something wrong with you, you'd know where it was right or not, wouldn't you, sir? Right. Yes, sir. This being our, I guess we're strangers to one another, don't remember That's your right. face. We're but, not, but, we're ministers together. We're ministers together, and we're, but we don't know one another. It's, it's personally as friends. It's all, right. all right, sir. And you look this way, sir. You believe me to be the servant of Christ with all your heart. All right, sir? This man suffers with a colon condition. It's in his colon. It's also a heart trouble you're having. Right. You're a minister, that is true. You belong to United Brethren Church. That's you come from Ramsey, Indiana. Your name is Mr. Bean Blossom, Reverend Bean Blossom, that is true. Is that right? Raise your hand. Then go home and be well, sir. Jesus Christ make you well. Hallelujah. You believe with all your heart. Arthritis is no job for God. Do you believe he can make you well? You believe he'll heal you? believing with all your heart and you can have it with all just believe with all brother I know you and know your condition you believe right now while I'm in the anointing of the Holy Spirit that God will heal you and make you well I won't believe it brother Collins and he made well alright I, I look like I've seen you but I'm not sure but if God will tell me what your trouble is would you believe me to be his prophet or his, his servant you believe it alright you suffer with a nervous condition that's what you want prayer. is that right raise up your hand if that's right Go home, be well. Believe it right over now. Have that little uh, faith that really makes it well. You believe Christ will make you well right now while you're standing? Believe it and go home and say, Jesus Christ makes me well right now. Believe with all your heart. You must believe to live. You know that, don't you, sister? If you don't, you must die. You know that. But He heals all kinds of disease, cancer, anything else that makes you well. You believe that with all your heart? Then go and believe with all your heart and be made well in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. All right. Brother, you know I know you. And so I'm just trying to catch so. But will you believe that Jesus Christ will make you well right now, while you're under the divine anointing of the Holy Ghost, go and believe it with all your heart. Now, no, All right. Um, just a moment now. From where did, I st- where did I stop that a while ago? 25, 25 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. Go right it and get in the line. 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37. On up to fifty. Line up right there now. The Once it's got your prayer card, so you hand them to the usher or the brothers as it comes through. Now let's take just a moment's time for rest. Just a minute. Are you believing? Yes, sir. Amen. All things are possible, only believe. Amen. Brother Sister Spencer, I've known you since I was a little kid. I know what your trouble is. I know what you're standing there. You believe Jesus Christ will make you well, stand there. Oh God of heaven, grant your blessings upon this aged couple Sending them to be well, Father. Way up in the years you're still serving you. I bless them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Return to you. God bless you, sister. He'll take... 83, you got more years coming. Believe it with all your heart. God will be with you. You too, Brother Jess. God bless you again. You're believing now with all your heart? Wait, I believe I've missed this little sister down here we got two stretchers we got to get to them just in a minute. If you don't mind waiting just a minute, sisters, or whoever who the other person is, now be real reverent and stand quiet, everybody. Be reverent, see? Just, just be real, real reverent. Now, let's rest just a moment, see, from the visions, just a second. And be real reverent. Now, everybody, look this away. And let's sing quietly, only believe now, all of us together now. let me. Just a little bit now. Let me start the line again. Just a minute. I'll stop. I worries the people to speak. That lady there in this chair. Or right, just a moment. I'll, get, I'll come over to her, brother. See, just a minute. All right. Just a moment. Hi, everybody. Real, Reverend. I'm quite sure you're. You realize what I'm under here. Not only here, but in the foreign lands, sometimes the thousands times thousands. I heard a little, felt a little resentment a while ago. Somebody's name was called. Don't you realize that Jesus knows your name? Amen. Amen. Haven't you seen that? There must be strangers in here. They haven't seen it. Well, my, sometimes here at the platform, he tells the people all their sins and digs it right out. You don't have ever. Yes, amen. Didn't Jesus tell Peter, your name is Simon? Your father's name is Jonas, the son of Jonas. Just to show that he's here. Now, anyone knows. Everybody here is bound to say that there's some kind of spirit doing that. Now, you can see it, Beelzebub, or you can say Christ. God will judge whatever it is. I'm telling you, if that's the promise of the Bible, God's holy Bible here gives it the promise. Now, I'll be real reverent a minute. Now, just a moment. Is this the next man? All right. Walk out this way, sir. Don't know the man. God knows him. But, sir, if God will say to me, What you're here for, it'd make you believe, wouldn't it? It sure would. How many more out there would it make you believe? Here's two people meeting. Man's younger than I am. God's fed him all of his life. He's standing there with his eyes closed. But if God will reveal to me what the man's here for or something about, it it ought to make every one of you believe with all your hearts. Don't you think so? Here, just a moment. Right back here, sitting in the row, right back here, is a man praying. He's got a very odd thing. I see a flash... Yeah, uh, he's been hit by lightning. Yeah. Have faith, my brother. I'm a stranger to you, sir. If that's right, raise up your hand. We don't know one another. God knows you. Have faith now. Uh, you say, what you doing, Brother Bran? I'm watching that light. It's moving <laughs> bladder trouble, sitting there praying for with bladder trouble. A man looking at me. We're strangers to one another, aren't we? Tell me what that man touched. Your bladder trouble's gone, sir. Hallelujah. <laughs> what did he touch? He's 30 feet from me. He touched the high priest. Yes. That can be touched by the feeling. Of, that man sitting next to you. He's praying also. Here's what he's praying. Lord, let it be me next. He said that just now. That's right. How do I know what you're praying about? He that answers prayer. That hernia you're praying for, that's what you got, a hernia. That's right, raise up your hand. All right. If you believe with all your heart, the thing will heal up. Hallelujah. I challenge your faith. In the name of Jesus Christ, you believe. Hallelujah. Oh my, what a feeling. He's here. Amen. 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 Yes. Now let it happen. Now you'll see who's boss. He's boss. Let the infidel say something now. The unbeliever. The Lord Jesus Christ approved you that the end time is here. That's His Spirit on me. That's Him. It's not me. I don't know you. It's Him. Thank you just believe with all your heart. This man, I believe. which was the next? This man here? Sir, I'm, I just have to watch the way that goes. I don't know you. If God will reveal to me what you're here for, would you believe me to be His prophet, His servant? You're a gallant person. You're standing here for somebody else. That's right. Go to the church with you. Yeah. Ulcers. That is right. You're not from here. This is not your home. You come from quite a ways. Maybe you, you can tell me where you're from? Missouri. That's exactly right. Mr. Frills, uh, if you believe with all your heart, you can go home and be made well. And all the rest of your things you're asking for, go and believe the Lord Jesus Christ. You believe? Seems like I ought to know you. I've looked at you somewhere. Oh, I do. I know where you were at. You are... Now, wait a minute. I'm not beside myself, but this is anointing. You are... um, Oh, now, wait um, You were healed in Louisville, Kentucky. Or your sister was healed. You are um, what's a, Huff, Sister Huff's girl. That's right. You believe with all your heart to be healed like your sister was? Go home and receive it. Jesus Christ, will. Brother, I believe that nervousness is gone for good. Just go home and say, thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm going home and be made well and healed good. You believe with all your heart, sir? What if I come down and lay hands on you at this anointing? You believe it would be happening to you? I'll come down and do it. <laughs> In the name of Jesus. Oh. Oh. Very, very sick. Nothing can be do done. that fluid. do it, you Right? You can there sure as well. now, on, is the world. do I just believe in Get up and believe. <laughs> 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 Hallelujah. Cast me not, O gentle Let's pray now for these claws here. Our Heavenly Father, they've taken from the body of St. Paul handkerchiefs or aprons. And it said that unclean spirits went from them. Amen. We realize that we're not St. Paul. But we know that You're still the same Jesus. For You're just as much alive today as You was in the days of St. Paul. Thank you. I pray for these requests, Lord, that these handkerchiefs represent Little claws and handkerchiefs and little boots for babies. God, I pray that you'll grant it. We're taught that Israel was on its march to the promised land. A great pillar of fire went before them. A prophet represented him, represented God for them on earth. And they, this prophet led them out to the dead sea and it shut off the road. There was something in the way while they were walking in the line of duty. God looked down out of the heavens through that pillar of fire. And the sea got scared. And it rolled back and opened up the road right through the sea for Israel to go on on the path of duty. And they went to the promised land. God, when these hangsters are laid upon the sick and afflicted, Satan has crossed their line. He's hindering them from the path of duty. Let the power that raised up our Lord who's present now come upon these handkerchiefs. And whenever they touch the sick, may the devil get scared while he looks down through the blood of Jesus Christ. And may every one of them be healed and continue on in the path of duty. Grant it, Lord. We thank You. Your presence is here. Oh, this glorious anointing of Your Spirit that shakes we mortal beings, Lord. How we thank You for Your goodness. Bless these now in Jesus' name. With your heads bowed, every person in here, not only bow your heads, I'm going to ask you to bow your hearts with it. What more could God do? let you see that he's here I take my word this anointing is so tremendous right now until I'm almost dizzy here I am not a fanatic you know I'm not I'm not giving over to illusions I'm only telling you what is truth it's scriptural. that light has actually spread all over it looks like it's just everywhere around here such a tremendous need Believe me, the Bible said in Mark 16, "These signs shall follow them that believe." How many believers are here? Say, "Amen." Amen. Well, the Bible said, "These signs shall follow them that believe." So, it's you know, it's not me. You're just as much into it as I am. This is just a gift from God, the manifesting. It tells things, and I'll take any to record. Through the years, has it ever told anything but what comes to pass just exactly? Perfectly true every time. It's, it's got to be because it's God. Now, don't just kinda halfway look over, look for something way out down there. Look, he's here now. Right now. Now, if you are a believer, put your hand on somebody next to you. And they're gonna put their hand on you. Don't you pray for yourself. You pray for them because they're gonna be praying for you. Now that you might know, and if, and if you will, do this. I'll assure you, well, there's not any stretchers or cots left, they're all gone, but you've been here when the stretchers and cots is laying here crippled, lame, halt blind, never one time but what every bit of it. Now the way you pray in church, if you're a Methodist, pray like the Methodists do. If you're a Baptist, pray like the Baptists do. If you're Pentecostal, pray like they do. Whatever you are, pray. But you pray for the person that you got your hands on then believe now remember the Bible said these signs shall follow them That believe if they lay their hands on the sick they shall recover now you pray for each one as individual I'm going to pray for it collectively from the platform now each one in your own way Our Heavenly Father We are approaching thy mercies We will not come in our own name We've not been given a promise by that. But we've been given a promise by your own dear Son. That if you ask the Father anything in my name, I'll do it. That was your promise. Now, Father, I pray that you will manifest yourself with these believers. They're laying your hands on the sick. On each other. And we are coming now. To the throne of God, bringing them. In the Bible, in Mark, the 11th chapter, the 23rd verse, it says, If you say to this mountain, Be moved, and don't doubt in your heart, but believe that what you said will come to pass, you can have what you said. If ye abide in me and my words in you, ask what you will, it will be granted Now, Father, on every precept of your word, I have accepted it, regardless of what others say. I have believed it just the way it's written, for it is no private interpretation, we're told, but just the way it's written. If you're going to judge us by this book, you've certainly seen that it come to us in the right kind of a shape, because we're to be judged by the book. And now, Father, I believe it with all my heart and beyond even the gift of the spirit of prophecy that you make known. And that's the reason I know it's you because it's always exactly with the scripture. Now we come Lord and thank you for it and anoint us now. We're approaching the enemy's grounds. Oh Satan, you are a defeated being. You have no power. The Son of God taken your power, stripped you of everything you had at Calvary, proved that He was with us by the resurrection. And like those coming from Emmaus, He has appeared to us this morning and done something the way He did it before His crucifixion. Therefore, we know that He's raised from the dead. And Satan, we're coming in His name. The name of Jesus. With the power of Christ and you are defeated and you're only a bluff and if we'll accept your bluff you'd kill us prematurely but you can't do it we're coming challenging that by the word of God by the vicarious suffering of Jesus we defeated your bluff we call your hand Satan and we're coming out after that sheep like the lion in the days of David we're coming to bring that sheep back to good health and strength. Turn them loose. In the name of Jesus Christ, come out of this place. Get out of this people, Satan. We rebuke you. In the name of Jesus Christ, let them go. For by Christ's name, we'll bring them back to Father's throne this morning with health and strength. Through the name of Jesus Christ. All you people now that believe that the prayer of faith is prayed, that you've laid your hands on somebody that you have believed and believe that Christ has healed them and you believe that you're healed because the person prayed for you and you accept it right now that you are healed. I don't care how crippled, how blind, how deaf, whatever you are, how weak, how sick, stand on your feet in the name of Jesus Christ and accept it. Amen. Get up everywhere, no matter what's wrong. Stand up to your feet. Raise up your hands. And praise God for His goodness. Oh, thank you, thank you. Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah.